0: um uh, you know and it is really important too you know and that's that's something we talked about before we even sat down with any of the players you know how just how kind of undisciplined everything seemed to be from last year so it's really good to kind of get that and have him come in right away and be able to to change that discipline and part of that discipline part of how, how all that went about is we heard a story about how he how he kicked some of the kicked out the varsity kicked everybody out of the varsity locker room said everybody get out so i asked him about that said all right give, give it to me break it down to me what what was that what, what was that all about
1: We do that and we'll do that every year uh, I, I do it at other schools so we'll kick them out of the varsity locker room doesn't matter how long they've been whatever they're all going to the JV locker room and uh, we give them a white t-shirt and has a big question mark on front of it and that means we don't know about you and you've got to prove yourself to mm-hmm. us and uh, we go probably in a, on a normal offseason we'll go six or seven weeks and then we, they start earning their way into the varsity locker room and, and Uh, that's a big part of our program too is you have to earn everything and so it was a good deal I mean it was good for them to understand
0: yeah that that kind of struck me Jaron. that was pretty interesting to hear him like that story I kind of thought it was more myth than anything but to actually hear him come out and say no no no, we got rid of them all and they had to earn their way back in I thought
2: that was pretty cool he was bold about it and, and that was a conviction of his you could tell and you know after talking to the players seems like it's working you know the whole culture is changing the discipline you know this idea about discipline is changing and they're really bonding together over this idea so a little unorthodox for sure but it seemed like it's on the right track
0: you know and being on the right track we talked we asked him about the culture change how, how was that on schedule was that on pace to is that where he thought he would be or is it you know maybe a little bit behind or was it better you know so we asked him about the culture change and, and where it was
1: it's probably been about what I thought it's just you forget it's always tough with your first year when you come in with a senior class. I mean, are they really going to buy in or not? And I think for the most part they have. Uh, but yeah, that is the um, you know that's the secret sauce is will your seniors buy in? Uh, it's still a little bit to be determined. Just real talk here is we've just got to keep hammering and hammering and 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 we hold them accountable. We don't just talk about it if. We, we chart loafs every day in practice, and we punish them for loafs. So it's not an easy program to be a part of, uh, but we're just going to keep getting better every week.
0: You know, that's a that's a really about what I expected him to say. Uh, you know, a coach is never going to come out and say, yeah, you know, we're doing better than we thought because you know, he wants to always have some motivation behind the players. Uh, then He's also not going to usually come out and say, no, we, we just aren't looking good at all, you know, because he also wants to keep the motivation with the players. So, you know, for him to come out and say, you know, we're kind of right on pace. You know, we have some good days. We have some bad days. But at the end of it, we're always getting better. Uh, you know, that's really what I kind of expected from him.
2: For sure, I agree with you, Wally. You know, he definitely still has the bar high. You know, and they, he, he even admitted they're not where they want to be, but they're on the right track. And, and I think that's all you can be, you know, expect as a coach is that your team's making steps forward, you know, trying to accomplish that vision that you have for them and they definitely seem like they're doing that and especially like i said and we'll get to these interviews at halftime like you mentioned earlier but you can tell that in the players that we talked to that they're buying in and that was a question we asked to them a lot was you know how does it look like the team's buying in and they said that it's getting there it really is
0: you know we also asked him so okay let's get down to some nitty-gritty who are some of the guys that we need to watch out for? Somebody, maybe somebody we don't even know. Maybe somebody that's not a very heralded name. But who are some of the guys that we need to watch out for? And I was, thought it was pretty interesting he had to say this about it.
1: Not that he – I mean, you know him. He was a starter last year. But Calvin Ribeiro will have a big year. And uh, he played great the other day in the scrimmage. Calvin Rivera. So, I, I really think our two running backs are going to have big years. Defensively, um, Clifford Funderburk, he's a, he's a junior defensive end. And he's had a great fall camp. I mean, Devin Beeman, a tremendous nose guard. And but I think as far as maybe somebody that's just wasn't, you know, uh, a, I'm not honestly I'm I'm not sure if Cliff was a starter last year. Uh, but Cliff is gonna have a good year. He'll be uh, number 88 and uh, play defensive end and have a great year.
0: So, you know, covering these guys last year, I know Jaron, you didn't, but we, you know, covering these guys last year. Uh, Calvin Barrett really did stand out. He took him a couple of games before he kind of figured out who he was. But once he did get going, I mean, he was something else. He doesn't look like much, but he was really impressive through last year. And I'm really excited. You know, as as excited as we are to watch Colby in that air raid, that air attack, I mean, I'm really excited to watch Calvin play.
2: And Coach Jackson even mentioned some friends of his in the coaching profession that saw some clips, some tape on Calvin Rivera, and, and commented on how much they like him and how tough he runs and how hard he runs. You know, not a real big young man, but he runs with a lot of fierceness. And you even mentioned the other night that you thought he was probably one of the tougher guys, you know, toe for toe, pound for pound, on the team. So I'm excited to see him run. And on the defensive side of the of the ball, you know, Coach talked about Cliff
0: uh, I That was somebody that we didn't – He—that's not even on the radar. We didn't know anything about him last year, so he's—he's a new name to us. So I'm even more excited to kind of get to watch him. Uh, You know, last year they lost a guy on their defensive defensive line. The defensive end was kind of their senior captain, Braden Parker, and man, he was the heart and soul of that. If if Thunder Burke can come in and replace what Parker did just a little bit there, I really like where the defense stands going into this year too.
2: I'm excited to see the defense, like you said. And it's neat. it shows you how much can change in one year and how much players can develop. These are young men going through a lot of physical changes, mental changes. And so year to year, it can be a big jump. So it looks like this is one of those years for Clifton-Funderburk where you know maybe this off season and through the summer and the fall camp, he's done some work and worked on some things and really made some great strides. And I'm excited to see him on the field.
0: You know, and to, we kind of got the good chance to sit down with Coach and just ask him about a lot of reasons why he, you know, came to Forney and stuff, and we asked him about the team and, you know, everything like that. Uh, and one of the questions I, I really wanted to ask him was, what, what will the team look like? If, if somebody who had never heard about North Forney, never heard about Coach Jackson, never watched the game, if they were to sit down for the first time, or if you were trying to describe to them what kind of team North Forney was going to be, I asked Coach, explain, tell
1: us, what kind of team is North Forney going to be? Oh, that's a great question. We, we call it the five-minute rule. So within five minutes, if you were to come to one of our practices, you ought to be able to know what our core values are. And so I really think within five minutes of watching one of our games, you would. So our core values are juice, which is energy, and tempo, and we're going to play extremely fast. So we think we're going to play faster than anybody. Um, that's our goal. So we're going to have a lot of enthusiasm We're going to play really fast. Our other core values are compete. I mean, we're going to compete and earn everything. Blue collar, tough, uh, family. We're going to love each other, and we're disciplined.
0: Man, I, you know, hearing hearing that stuff too, you know, I, I was really interested in asking. If you noticed, I don't know if you noticed that, Jared. He said that's a really good question. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard yeah, it. You know, yeah. I I, sometimes at the tip moment. Here's hat. a feather for your hat, there. <laughs> you know, but I thought that was interesting because I think it was one of the knocks on North Carolina last year is that. You know, especially throughout most the later parts of the game, they just kind of gave up as a team a lot of times, or it looked that way, appeared that way, and so for him to come out and say, "No, you're going to know th- this is a North Florida team because of how tough they are and how hard they play and how fast they play," that really kind of struck me. I-, I liked, I liked having the- hearing that answer.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Wally, and you know. And these are changes that you can't make overnight. But from what we're hearing, from what the players are saying, they're making some great strides on those changes. And I think you'll see it from week to week as the season progresses, more and more buy-in from these young men.
0: Yeah, and uh, one of the other things we got to ask Coach about was why he chose North Forney. I thought that was really interesting to kind of find out. You know, a guy that's had a a very historic pedigree. You know, he's kind of bounced around different places. He's turned programs around. Uh, he's been very successful. He's a well-known coach. He's, I, I feel this out the other the other day. I, he wrote a book. I didn't even know that about high school coaching. Uh, so what we we asked him, you know, why did he choose why did he choose North Forney?
1: First of all, when I, the first day I was here, I, I looked at the because you know I really didn't just research it a lot you know it's a long-term move for me to live in forney and and so i certainly would never take a job over a senior class but we have a good senior class and there's a lot of people who could have come in here and won with this senior class but i think the most exciting thing for me is the change that that we're making and that, that kind of, you said earlier, is the discipline and things like that, I think that they're buying into and that they realize what it takes. So I think that's the most exciting thing to me is we've got a chance to be pretty good if, if we'll just continue to get better and, and they, they keep buying in. And so, um, you know, the talent is there, but, but, but the, the change is, is what I'm the most excited to, to hope. To, that's my biggest goal.
0: Man, you know, it, it kind of gave me a little some goosebumps to hear you know a guy talk about North Forney in that way. You know, I think he understood what's at stake here. He kind of understands what's already in place, and to hear somebody who knows so much about football and's been around for so long, see all those things and kind of predict all these things, I, it kind of gets me gets me feeling a little antsy.
2: I agree, I agree with you, Ollie, and it's just real interesting to see his take on that. Like you said, he he didn't choose it over the senior class, but that was some icing on the cake for sure, and I agree with him. This has got some incredible seniors on this North Forney Falcon football team, so I'm excited to see these young men. And I know he has high expectations for them, and so I believe they're going to meet them.
0: You know, the last thing we got to ask Coach, and we'll go to break right after this, the last thing we got to uh, to ask him was what he likes most about North Forney.
1: You know, they're all different in their own way, uh, but this is just one of those places that I th- – I've always looked at it like a sleeping giant, and, and I lived in Forney when I coached in Mesquite, so we, we were real familiar with the area. Um, over the Christmas holidays, my wife and I were talking, and she said, hey, we, we've got kids in high school right now, and she said, hey, when our kids graduate, let's move back to the Forney area, and uh, I said, yeah, it would be great. Well, this job came open a little bit later. And I knew it probably wouldn't come open again in a couple of years. I've got a boy that'll be a senior and a daughter that'll be a junior. And and so the more I looked into it, the more I realized it is a sleeping giant. And the more I talk to a few people of how hungry people were, because it's not all about talent. There's plenty of talent here, more talent, really, than I've had at most places. But uh, is the structure right? Does the principal want to win bad? Do the parents want to win bad? And all that and all that stuff, I think, is here. So we've got the talent, and we've got the uh, the parent support, and, and we've got the principal who understands the importance of it, too. I mean, Courtney Peck's a rock star. I mean, she is uh, – Supportive, and she understands that when we change all this down, uh, when we change the athletic department, it's going to help change the whole school. So it's an exciting time.
0: Yeah, you know, that's it gets me excited too, just to hear him talk so, you know, so, so well about Forney, North Forney, you know, and why he chose it. Uh, and he was right. You know, the one thing that stuck out to me is he said, you know, this pro- opportunity probably wouldn't be around in a couple years. I think he's right. You know, you get a right coach in here this year that can turn this thing around with the talent. This
2: This opportunity might not come around again. I agree with you, Wally, and I think it's just very timely. With the senior class that he has and Coach Jackson and the type of program he runs, I think those are two paths that intersected at just the right time, and I think we're going to see that throughout the season.
0: All right, well, kickoff is just around the corner. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, we'll get right back to the Soul pregame, Soulman's Barbecue pregame show uh, right here on True Texas Radio KFNY Sports.
3: Rich, juicy, smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com.
4: Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
5: The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete A.C. system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745, or find them online at heat.com.
4: Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young
0: Ideas at 903-560-9150. All right, we're back with the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. We're just a couple of minutes away from kickoff, uh, so Will, I'm a, I'm really er, I gotta get used to you not did saying it. Will. You <laughs> I, did didn't, it. I didn't even get to the first quarter and I already said Will. Uh, Will, you're on my mind, man. That's that's all I can say. No, Jaren, I'm really excited uh, for the game tonight. Just for, honestly for the season, but just man, I've waited so we've all waited so long for this moment. And uh, dating back to last year when we had Mount Pleasant at Citibank Stadium in Forney, uh, North Forney really didn't – the Falcons didn't have any problem handling Mount Pleasant pretty much from the get-go. I mean, it was a offensive onslaught, you know, from Colby and, and the rest of the guys. And honestly, I don't want anybody, the Mount Pleasant people on either side to hear us. I expect a lot of the same tonight, especially another year under their belt, a new coaching staff. They want to come out here and just – you know they want to prove to everybody, hey, we are a really good team. I think this is going
2: to be – It's going to be another offensive performance for the ages. I agree with you, Wally. But also, after talking to some Mountain Pleasant people, they're kind of, it seems like, in a rebuild mode. They lost a lot of guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They lost their whole offensive line. So, they're a team that's kind of rebuilding, that's young. So, you combine that with North Forney and the rise that they're on, I tend to agree with you, Wally. You know, you never know. This is sports and it's football and it's high school football. Crazy things happen. But I do believe North Forney's is going to be able to take this one and, and come out way with a victory.
0: Yeah, you, you, like you were saying, we were able to talk to some of the Mount Pleasant uh, broadcast members, I guess you could say, and they both kind of told us the same thing. They're young. You know, they're really young. Uh, one of the guys who used to call all the games for Mount Pleasant said they lost all five offensive linemen from tackle to tackle. And I thought, uh, I took a gulp. I was like, ooh, that's never good. And then on the defensive side, their defense line, I think he said they lost three of the four starters on the defensive line. So out of a possible nine starters in the in the trenches, you've lost eight of them. You're having to replace eight of them. That's an awful
2: lot to replace in and that important of a position group. And you know with football, you live and die by your lines. And so there's so much at rest on on, on the line on both sides of the ball, offensive and defensive so and especially if you're the, the quarterback, you're you're a little nervous because you got five guys, not that they're bad players by no means, but they're young and they don't have a, a ton of experience. So it'd be interesting to see how this line plays for North uh, for Mount Pleasant, excuse
0: me. Well, and we remember talking to Coach and talking to Barclay, they one of the things they said that they were gonna do this year, what they would look like on offense, is they would be really, really fast. That's one thing I'm looking out for. Uh, I, I really expect the defense to play well. I know what they're going to look like. I, I expect Mount Pleasant to have a hard time moving the ball in this Falcon defense, but I'm really curious to know about this this offense, man. This oh, If they go this nitro pace that they keep kind of talking about, this ought to be a lot of
2: fun to watch. High-tempo offense is one of my favorite things in football. One of the college programs I follow is, is very much a high-tempo offense, and I love it. And it's a trend that you're seeing from from high school to college ball now is this high-tempo. You're trying to snap the ball in 10 seconds, 12 seconds, but I'm with you, Wally. I'm excited to see it.
0: All right, so kickoff is just around the corner. Both teams are already out on the field. They've got their big blow-up uh, run-through banners, I guess you'd say. We've got the Tiger. we got the Falcon. We are almost ready to go. Let's take one more break, and we'll be, we'll be right here with the live kickoff from Sam Parker Field in Mount Pleasant, Texas. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio.
3: That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com.
4: Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is
5: 972-524-9995, or find them online
4: at awardmusic.com.
5: The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete A.C. system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745, or find them online at forneyairandheat.com.
4: Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150.
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, true Texas
0: radio. All right, so both teams have made it out onto the field here at Sam Parker Field in Mount Pleasant, Texas. That, you know what that means. That means we got a national anthem, and then
2: we are going to get this thing going. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some chills, man. This is going to be fun. I'm with you, Wally. I'm really excited about being here, excited about seeing this North Forney Falcon team. You, know, you couldn't interview those players and, and coach the other night and not get goosebumps and not be excited about what's going to happen this season. And I think we're going to see something really neat unfold throughout the week year.
0: Yeah, you know, in the uh, North Forney, will be wearing their all-whites, and from what I understand is they, did, they didn't get their jerseys, their away jerseys in uh, on time, and so that's why they're actually going with their, looks like they're older, their jerseys from last year. It's all white with uh, blue numbers and blue socks, but they do have their new helmets, which are blue with a shiny metallic wings, almost like the uh, what resembles the Oregon Ducks look. And the uh, Mount Pleasant Tigers are going to have all black uniforms with uh, looks like white two white stripes on the shoulders uh, with a little bit of gold trim as well. and that will also have white numbers with gold trim. Uh, and they'll have black socks and black helmets. Uh, the uh, The weather is great. I can't complain with that at all. I mean it's got uh, clear skies you know off in the distance you see a few clouds way out there to what would be probably the south uh, southeast. You know the temperature couldn't be much better. Obviously, we're in a controlled environment, so it's not too bad for us. Uh, but man, I don't. You know, I don't think we're having any weather issues at all, at all either.
2: I agree with you, Wally, and also Sandbagerville. It's a nice field. You know, I grew up in the district that Mount Pleasant was in, so I saw seen Mount Pleasant field when it wasn't this nice. So uh, it's a nice field. So a uh, great evening for Friday night football.
0: You know, I'll be interested to see if uh, if North Forney, if they get if they win the toss, are they going to come out on defense?
2: Or are they going to come out and bring out that offense? You know, that's one of the things I'm really curious to see. I don't know if it was me. Obviously, it's not. I would almost want to go on an offensive side. You know, with it just new coach, new program, you got a lot of excitement uh, around the whole team, but especially the offense. But we'll see what Coach Jackson does if they win the toss.
0: Yeah, we'll see. You know, I wonder also how much uh, you know the the coach is going to want to kind of show his show his hand and. Show all his tricks and everything like that. You know, I know he's gonna work, want to work out through, work through some things, uh, offensively and defensively. But uh, you know, again, with it being the first game of the year, non-district. You know, with you having such a uh, high expectation of the of the district season, uh, I don't think that they're gonna to want to show it anything too much to to put on film for for district.
2: I agree with you, Wally. And again, these coaches from the the district, especially with the hype surrounding North Forney, they're going to be paying attention. They know Coach Jackson. He's been coaching around this area for a long time. You know, He used to coach at Petite. So, his name and the type of program he runs is known around the Metroplex area. So, these, these teams in the district knows what he's capable of. And they know the talent on this North Forney team. So, they're going to be watching.
0: Oh, there's no doubt that of all the teams in uh, in our district that are playing tonight, which is everybody, uh, I, I, there's no doubt that all eyes are going to be on North Forney. You know, we, yeah, we know what – Highland Park can do. We know what Pote can do. You know, we, we know what a lot of these other schools can do or can't do. But I think all the coaches, all eyes from around the district are going to be on North Forney just to see what they look like tonight. You know, they, they beat up Mount Pleasant pretty good last year, but I, I expect that they're going to put a pounding on them tonight, and I think it's going to get a lot of attention around the rest of the district.
2: When you combine that with the players that they have, the talent that they have combined with a new coach, with a new philosophy, yeah, it's very interesting, very intriguing. So, I think that's one reason why there's going to be a lot of eyes on this North Forney Falcon football team. And, again, they've got high expectations on themselves. So, and this is where it starts. I mean, this is week one. So, this is where you start seeing it. You know, coming out of their scrimmage against South Garland, they felt really, uh, really positive about it. It felt like there were a lot of good things from that. So, this is where you start uh, seeing that build together a little bit more.
0: Well, you know, and just we looking across and looking at Mount Pleasant, that's – you know how young they are. I, I can't help but think back and see North Forney from last year. You know we talked about that kind of how kind of mirrors where they were at last year heading into the season. And it looks like we got our captains coming out into the field. Looks like center Ray Yates, uh, wide receiver Barclay Ford, and running back Calvin Rivera will be the three captains for the Falcons. Once again, they're and they're all whites uh, with blue letterings, uh, blue letters with Falcons across the chest with blue numbers. Uh, it's a pretty sharp look, and I actually I'm digging those helmets. I'm a, I'm a big Oregon jersey kind of guy anyways, so to have those wings on the side of the helmets that were kind of that reflected that chrome, it's a really sharp-looking helmet.
2: It definitely shines under the lights for sure. I think it's a great look, especially contrasting against that all-white uniform. I think it's a really neat look and a great way to start the season.
0: So they're at midfield right now. We'll see who wins this toss. Uh, there I was talking about the weather earlier. There is absolutely no wind. <laughs> if you look at the flags, the actual flag itself is not moving at all. And then the uh, the little flags that are on top of each uh, goalpost, barely, just every couple of seconds, it might just flicker just a bit. So wind will not – doesn't look like it's going to play a factor uh, in tonight's game at all. And we should have, like I said, clear skies from here on out. I don't expect any, any bad weather coming up. Now, one of the things that we did talk to the Mount Pleasant people about – uh, where was, was their quarterback situation and it looks like Mount Pleasant will be receiving and North Forney will kick off to start the game so the Falcons defense will come out first and that kind of plays into what I was just about to talk about is Mount Pleasant's quarterback situation. they've got two of them uh, they're they, from what we understand we'll probably see a little bit of both of them uh, but until we get to that point there's no way to really know Josh Morris is uh, the junior quarterback number three, and he will, from what we understand, will be the starter and will probably get most of the playing time. And then there's the senior Micah Grant, number nine, who should come in and spell him some as well.
2: What's interesting about Josh Morris is he's a a left-hander, southpaw as they call it. You don't see a lot of those guys. I was hearing something the other day through the NFL, the the southpaw quarterbacks kind of a dying breed. So I'll be interested to see this young Josh Morris uh, thrown from the left side.
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of a – You know, we're trying to remember back to last year in Mount Pleasant's offense. It was, you know, they're they're going to run a little bit of the spread. They try to, you know, but there's nothing. There was nothing distinguishable about their offense, Uh, and and also being with the young core uh, as well. I think they're still going to try to. They're still trying to find their identity. uh, On top of that, so North Florida will be kicking off from left to right across the radio dial. Uh, That'll be from north to south geologically. And back deep to receive for Mount Pleasant, number 23 Dorian Glinton, and that was one of the guys. That was one of the other names that came up a few times. Uh, Glinton could play both ways. Uh, he's, he's a running back. They called up a freshman. We'll kind of see what uh what he does in a little onside kick from North 40, and Jordan Cater recovers it. He's still on his feet, returning at the 30, cutting it back across field, and they're going to whistle him down where he picked the ball up. So we talked about, do they want to play any tricks? (laughs) They couldn't get past the first
2: kickoff, and North Forney's got the onside recovery. What a way to open the season, a season with some unknowns, an intriguing season with some excitement. How better to start it with that onside kick by number 29, that's T.J. Dickinson. Um, Excuse me, no number 29, Carlos Rodriguez. and. Great way to start the game.
0: Well, and what they kind of did there was they had two people that looked like they could either one of them could kick from right or left. They kind of ran across each other. And I think it really threw Mount Pleasant off. And I don't think they were just expecting an onside kick to start the game. So North Forney's offense will start the uh, start the game, start the season, from the Mount Pleasant 39-yard line. A little bit of a shotgun formation. Ribera is the running back to the left. Suits will take the snap. He's looking left, looking left. Still got some time. Clean pocket. Now he's going to take off to the left side. Scrambles across the 35, down in the 30, steps out of bounds, takes a little bit of a hit, but he's going to have a first
2: down on the first Falcon play of the game. You know, we talked with Kobe a lot about that on Monday night, about how more comfortable he feels getting outside the pocket and running. First play of the game, he does that, so I thought that was pretty timely.
0: Yeah, and here they are. Oh, man, they are already back to the line. Rivera again, they got two receivers to the left and one way down here to the right. Suits would drop back, looking over the middle. Now he's got Carroll down the five-yard line. He catches it, he gets hammered, and the ball comes loose at the last second. Wow. Carroll took a hit there.
2: They're going to say he's down on the one, and it came out after he was down. So they're going to say that it's going to be Falcon football there on the one-yard line. Well, and
0: Yeah, that and he's already back up to the line. Carroll took a uh, – he walloped in between. He got sandwiched in between two defenders. North Forney is already back up to the line again. The ball is at the one-yard line, first and goal. Seuss going to run up under center to take the snap, and they're going to sneak it, and he's going to be across the goal line. That's a touchdown, North
2: Forney, and that didn't take any time at all. Very quick, and I tell you, we don't have much time to talk between these snaps. And you know, Coach Jackson said it was going to be a, a high tempo, and he wasn't lying.
0: So now, we'll come on uh, now, the extra, te- extra point team will come on. Uh, they took that, took a grand total with onside kick and everything. That took a grand total of 32 seconds for the Falcons to get on the board. Wow, that was a blistering pace!
2: That's fast,
0: and Carlos Rodriguez will do the kicking duties.
2: Colby He's, will be holding it.
0: Yeah, it's a sure-handed guy. That's if you want anybody there. And Rodriguez is just a sophomore, so we'll see how this kicking thing goes. The first one is up and through right down the middle, and with that, the Falcons lead early on. Just 32 seconds into the first quarter, it's the North 40 Falcons 7 and the Mount Pleasant Tigers, Tigers 0. We'll be back right after this on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio.
7: The car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell.
4: All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons!
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football,
0: KFNY, True Texas Radio. And North Forney's going to try another onside kick. This time it is recovered by Mount Pleasant. They were ready. This was the opposite side of the field, uh, right in front of the North Forney bench. And this time it is recovered by the Tigers, so they will finally get their first possession. Uh, it will start at the 49-yard line of the Falcons. What do you think of that first drive, Jaron?
2: Man, if, I, if you want to call it a drive. <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive. And you know, Coach Jackson talked the other night about their tempo. Boy, was he right! That was quick. I mean, even between the snaps, and you know, it also shows to his philosophy. He's coming out ready to go. So Mount Pleasant coming up to the line, and they will start out
0: with three receivers to the right side of the offense. That's the short side of the field, and two to the left. And a receiver in motion from left to right now. It's going to be Glinton. They're going to hand it off to him in stride. He's going to take it around the right side. Gets clocked just after he crosses the 35-yard line. We do have a flag on the play back of the line of scrimmage, actually two flags, one on each side of the field.
2: And I think this one's actually going to be on North 40, maybe off sides. You know, coming on both sides of the field, I think you're right, Wally. It's going to be some type of line infraction like that. It looks like it is going to be against the Falcons. So that will bring it to the 32-yard line.
0: Josh Morris, the quarterback, still in the shotgun. And they're going to stay with three receivers to the right and two to the left. He's got an empty backfield. And this time he's going to bring re- a receiver in motion from right to left. Fake him the handoff, take off up the middle. He's going to
2: be met by a couple of Falcons led by Devin Beeman before he could even get back to the line of scrimmage. Great sniff out there by the Falcon defense. The Tigers didn't catch him off guard at all with that play. So that brings up second down and ten.
0: So far we're yet to see the Tigers run a play with a, with a running back lined up in the backfield, but both times they've brought a receiver in motion and either handed it to him or faked the handoff to him. Morris again all alone. Now receiver in motion left to right. He's going to drop back, roll out. He's going to look downfield. He's got a man inside the five. He's going to catch it, touchdown. That's Glinton. And just like that, Mount Pleasant is on the scoreboard.
2: Quick strike there for the Tigers. Nice. Play nice throw there by the young Morris. And, I again, I think that was a look there from that left-handed quarterback, and that played a part into that. So, good throw, good completion there for the Tigers.
0: Yeah, he kind of rolled out just a little bit to the left after that fake. And Glinton uh, was just able to get past the cornerback. I couldn't quite tell who that cornerback was for North Forney. He was able to get past him around the five-yard line, and it was dropped perfectly in there. And pending an extra point here, it's going to be tied up all at seven. Kicking for Mount Pleasant is number 37, Alex Guzman. He's also a sophomore kicker. The snap's good and holds good, and the kick is down the middle, and just like that, we are tied at seven. Uh, got 10.38 here left to play in the first quarter. Let's take a step away. We'll be right back on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio.
6: Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas,
4: Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
0: All right, so with 10.38 remaining here in the first quarter, both teams have had a possession after an onside kick, and both teams have scored a touchdown rather easily. Uh, That time for Mount Pleasant, it was a couple of little runs. Uh, One of the – what do they call those, a jet sweep? They had a jet sweep and then a fake jet sweep where the quarterback kept it, uh, and then another fake sweep and a pass over the top, and that was completed for a touchdown. So we'll see if North Forney's defense can respond next time they're out, but now – the Falcons' offense will get back after they made rather quick work of the Tiger defense as well. Kicking off from the 40-yard line. Once again, there's zero wind at all, and we're gonna get let's say a couple. We're gonna get a whistle and a stoppage, but no flags. We're gonna see what they're what's Come. going on. And the, the, yeah, the head umpire or not the head umpire, one of the referees is talking to the Mount Pleasant head coach, and they're pointing towards the play clock. And actually we're gonna get a timeout to Mount Pleasant. I guess they didn't want the play clock to expire on the kickoff, so we're gonna get a timeout Mount Pleasant. So we're gonna take another quick step away while we got the opportunity seven seven with ten thirty eight to left to play in the first KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio.
4: Stained hail, wind, or any storm damage Call the professional roof experts At Maximum Construction and Restoration They are experts in roof repair Or complete roofing system replacements And they're locally owned and operated And fully insured We will be glad to guide you Through the insurance claim process As our customer You can choose from our wide selection of shingles That are guaranteed to last Call 469-595-6059 today For your free roof inspection Or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com Your roofer is your life Go Falcons!
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY. True Texas Radio.
0: All right, so we'll try this kickoff attempt again from Mount Pleasant, and the kick is away. It's going to drive North Forney all the way back inside the five-yard line. They're going to try a little fake reverse on the return. Mount Pleasant looks like they're going to have this one all covered up and going to be ridden out of bounds at the 20-yard line. And that was Corey Mayfield on the return for the Falcons. And North Forney will start their drive this time from the 20-yard their own 20-yard line. So both teams had their first drive and, and really just had no opposition on either side of it. Uh, at some point, that's going to have to give. We'll see if uh, maybe that – hopefully that doesn't start here with North Forney and their offense.
2: We've got a lot of jitters. This is the first game of the season, so – I think a lot of that will settle down, like you said, especially on the defensive side of the ball for both teams once they kind of get a layout of what the other team's going to do and the pace of the game. So they're actually going to move. I guess there was a penalty on the play there. So they're going to move
0: North Forney back half the distance. They're going to go all the way back to the 10-yard line. That's where they'll start. So it should be just the same. But we'll – same result, I should say. We'll see here. Colby in the shotgun. Rivera to his right. He's going to hand it off to Robert. He's going to cut up the middle. He's got some room to run. Out across the 20, 25, breaks the tackle, still on his feet, pulling a defender across the
2: 30-yard line. Finally brought down at the 34, and that's good for a Falcon first down. A good 24-yard run for the young Robert. Just a great job. And I know what you guys are talking about as far as him being a tough runner. Back to the line again in a
0: hurry. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, with an H-back to the left side of the offense. And we're going to get whistles on this play. I don't see a flag anywhere. Yeah, I don't either. While we on either side, unless the refs are just too lazy to throw the flag, we do have a false start on the offense, so they'll just call. They'll blow the whistle without throwing a flag. I guess is what we're gonna have to watch out for. So that'll back up the Falcons five all the way back to the 29-yard line. That'll make it first and 15 now for Colby in the offense. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Roberts to the right of Suits in the shotgun. Fakes the handoff to Ribeiro. He's got time. He's going to look left. He's got a man in Barclay Ford. Wide open at the 40. Breaks a tackle across midfield. Down to the Pleasant, Mount Pleasant territory. Sutter steps at the 30. Finally roped and taken down out of bounds at the 20-yard line. They're going to give him uh, looks at the 19 and a big play from Colby Suits to Barclay Ford.
2: Barclay Ford was one-on-one with the Mount Pleasant defender there, and I'll take Barclay's chances on most one-on-ones uh, all season.
0: Yeah, Barclay's a, you know, a big receiver. He talks about how he plays – Uh, some tight ends sometimes, and that's actually in this offense. That's what he's lining up as, that H-back, that tight end hybrid, and they slipped him out of the backfield that time, uncovered for a big, big play. Colts will take the snap. He's going to roll out to the right. He's being pressured. He'll give it again to Barclay. He's at the 10-yard line. He's got some room. Can he squeeze in? He's going to be
2: taken down just inside the five-yard line. We have a flag on the play, and we'll see what this one's going to be. Looks like it might be – Against the defense, just aware the the flag was thrown, but we'll see here from with the call from the official. And
0: it looks like Colby's saying it's going to be against the Falcons. Maybe a block in the back or holding because it came in at the, towards the end of the play where it could have been like a face mask or some kind of blocking penalty. Now it's going to erase another first down, a first and goal situation. It is holding on the offense. It was, I think it was one of the receivers uh, that was way down there blocking downfield. You like to give them credit for blocking downfield, but they also have to be very careful not to get a penalty that
2: would erase a big play. You don't see that a whole lot as far as holding downfield like that in any level of football. But, again, this is the first game you can almost expect some of those mistakes.
0: So that will back him up to the 14-yard line. It will be first and five now. Suits will take the snap, hands it off up the middle. And we've got another flag on the play in the area of holding. There's a big pile on about the seven-yard line, pushing all the way down to near the five. Uh, that was Nate Miller on the carry that time. Uh, but we'll see, and we'll wait and see what this flag's going to be.
2: The flag was actually thrown on this one. so. <laughs> yeah,
0: that makes it a little easier for us to tell.
2: Holding against the offense, it looks like.
0: And so that's going to back up North Forty once again.
2: And those are things, you know, Coach Jackson's definitely going to want to clean up. You know, such a disciplined coach. You know, you're going to to see uh, – that's something he's going to definitely address to his Falcons.
0: So now it's back to 1st and 10, right where we started a couple plays ago. Suits takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looking over the middle. He's got a man in the end zone. If he can catch it, and it's leaped and caught. Oh, and he slams into the, the pylon. And That looked like number 23, Nate Miller, out of the backfield. And he's a little, a little bit slow to get up because he caught that and tumbled and knocked right into the pylon underneath the goalpost. But he is walking off. He looks to be okay. Yeah, he's going to kind of gather. Actually, that's number 20,
2: Corey Johnson. Incredible athletic play there by Johnson. Just runs right into the pylon, but great effort there.
0: I'm pretty sure we've got the text toy open now. If anybody wants to text in, uh, you can text in to 469 355 If you want to give a shout-out to somebody, you can get that going here. And the extra point is up and no good. So a mixed extra point from mr carlos rodriguez so that puts the score now 13-7 falcons lead with nine twenty nine remaining in the first quarter we'll be right back here on kfn sports true texas radio
7: your next new car is waiting for you at musser's chevrolet and terrell musser's has been in business since 1962 making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell.
4: All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says,
6: Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, true Texas radio.
0: This time North Forney will try a little squib kick on the kickoff. It's taken by Mount Pleasant all the way out across the 40-yard line for Willie Thomas puts a hammer down. And North Forney will start out at the forty-four. Looks like the 44-yard line, their own 44-yard line.
2: That was number four, Buddy McGill, a senior tied in on the return there for the Tigers. So, Will is texting in. Of course, Will's our head honcho.
0: He's the owner of and Y Sports True Texas Radio. He's already texted in on the text toy uh, text line. That's 469 355 if you want to text in and just kind of let us know what uh, how we're doing, how you're doing. And uh, if you got any questions, we might can get to them during the game. So, Josh Morris, again at quarterback. Again, there's no running back in the backfield. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. Glinton will go in motion from left to right. They'll give it to him around the edge. Across the 45, across the 50, all the way into Falcon territory, and he's just going to run out of bounds, but he does have enough for the first down. And that's the second drive in a row where Glinton has taken that jet sweep from left to right and taken it for a first down.
2: This young man, Glinton, is real quick on his feet, real shifty there. I do believe the Falcon defense will catch on to that as the game progresses. Will also said that the
0: Rabbits lead at Citibank Stadium, the Jack Rabbits lead seven to nothing. He's at that game watching his girls in the band, so he'll he'll give us some updates as we go on there. And we'll also give some district score updates as we go as well. Uh handoff from right to left on the jet sweep this time, cuts it upfield. All the way inside the 35-yard line down near another first down. It looks like they're gonna be just a less than a yard short of this first down. And the Tigers are back up to the line as well. Both these teams are going to play at a breakneck pace. Falcons running with a three-down three-down lineman on the defensive side. they got four linebackers and four defensive backs. Again, no running backs for Mount Pleasant in the backfield. Morris waiting on the snap. He'll get it finally. Looks, throws right into the flat. It's caught. Breaks a tackle, makes a man miss, but he's dropped just after that by defensive end number 82,
2: Believe that was number ninety-two. Oh, 92. And we don't have him on the roster. Well, I don't think it is an
0: eighty-two. I don't have. We don't have eighty-two either. We'll get that. Uh, we'll get that taken care of. That's the, with the new. With the jerseys, they didn't get their new away jerseys in in time, so they've had to do some do some number reshuffling with the old jerseys, and so that's kind of throwing us for a little bit of a loop here. Takes a snap, handoff from right to left around the jet sweep. He's gonna get the edge, and he's inside the 30-25, Makes a cut back inside the twenty, still on his feet. The ten, the five, touchdown. And that was number 25, Tylen Hines, the freshman. That's the guy they talked about, the freshman with some dazzling moves. I thought they were going to have him behind the line for a loss.
2: And then he ends up breaking a couple of tackles with a couple cutbacks, and it's a 30-yard touchdown after that. Again, like you said, Wally, with those cutbacks and those kind of stutter steps, he was doing real quick, real shifty young man. And the Falcon defense was covering him fine, but he was just very quick, especially laterally, was able to escape some of those tackles.
0: So the score is tied at 13 apiece. We'll see what this extra point will bring for Mount Pleasant. It's a low snap at the ball of one. They're going to have to try to run this one in. Cuts in at the five looking for the goal line, but he's not going to get there. So, of course, they match each other each drive going up and down the field. Why not match it with a missed extra point as well? So now we're tied at 13 apiece with 8.02 remaining. We'll be right back right after this on KFNY True Texas Radio.
4: Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
6: Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: All right, so back here at Sam Parker Field in Mount Pleasant, Texas. Both teams so far have had two drives each, and they really could not look more like each other in these first two drives. Uh, both teams being able to march up and down the field with relative ease uh, and the defense not being able to do anything about it. And also on top of that, both of them missed their uh, extra point on the second touchdown. So we are all tied up at 13 apiece. Now Pleasant with the kickoff. It's all the way going to be taking at the five-yard line. Again, the fake little handoff. Now he cuts up the field. He's got some room to run this time. The 30, the 40, a lot of room to run. That's Corey Johnson cutting back at the 40. Can he outrun the rest of the Mount Pleasant return team? He cannot. He's going to be brought down just outside the 20-yard line of the Mount Pleasant Tigers. And a nice return. This time it worked. They tried the little fake reverse the first time. didn't. They got it to their own 20. This time they did the fake reverse. And it got them all the way down to the Mount Pleasant 20. But it looks like this one might be coming back.
2: There is a flag on the play, Wally. Real impressive field vision, though, by the young Corey Johnson.
0: Yeah, and that's what – this time it really worked. You know, last time we got them to the 20, they got kind of stuffed. This time we had that crease up the middle of the defense and was able to get all the way down there. But it is going to come back all the way back to the uh, 40-yard line of the Falcons. It looked like it was a holding penalty there. You know, again, I I can't
2: say this enough. You know, there are some – you know, just some jerseys, some things there, uh, you know, in the beginning of the season that will be cleaned up as the season progresses. Yeah,
0: this is one of those games you kind of want to you want to work all those kinks out. I mean, that's what we kind of talked about with our broadcast itself. We want to work <laughs> right. all the kinks out. It's the same thing with the guys on the field. So suits will take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it off to Rivera. He takes it for right side, kept to the middle of the field. Now he's got some room to run across the forty, down to the thirty. Can he outrun the rest of the defense to the ten, the five? He looks. He's going to step in. This is a touchdown.
2: Falcons, Calvin Rivera with a sixty-yard touchdown run. I tell you, you know, we talk about how strong and how tough he runs. But he's got some speed as well, and we really saw that top-end speed there running down the sideline by Rivera.
0: Man, that is, everything about this game has been so fast.
2: <laughs> I mean, we're like, what, four minutes in, and the score is That's our down. fifth touchdown right, already.
0: Yeah.
2: Once again, we got the text toy up and running, so if you want to
0: text in, that number is 469-355-0362. And they're going to go for two here on the fake field goal and they're going to be good. <laughs> was that a fake field goal or they run a
2: play there? It was a fake field goal. Kobe was lining up like he was going to hold it, right? As the ball was snapped, he stood up, took the ball, received the snap, and ran it into the wow. end zone. Okay. Well,
0: lucky there. They get that uh, that extra point back that they missed earlier. So, with that, it's now 21-13 with 738 to play in the first quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio.
4: If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons!
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: So I think we're trying to still catch our breaths here from the first half of the first quarter. We've got five touchdowns already scored and we're not even halfway through. If we keep this pace up, Jaren, we're, gonna, we're probably going to lose a few pounds ourselves
2: just calling this game. We might, it might almost look like a, a basketball score towards the end if it keeps going to this pace, So he's hopefully on the North Forney Falcons side. So, North
0: Forney lining up again to do the weird kickoff, and it's another onside kick, and it's going to be recovered again by North
2: Forney. You know, we definitely have to give it to this young kicker here for Carlos Rodriguez for North Forney. He just executes those onside kicks just perfectly, beautifully. Yeah, he he missed an extra point earlier, but my goodness,
0: see those those onside kicks have been really really good, and they're they're well executed all the way around. You know that that first line kind of takes out the first line of the the Pleasant Mount Pleasant guys, and then that the ball just lands right perfectly in the lap. But we're gonna have actually it's gonna looks like it's gonna be offsides on North Forty. I don't see flags. I don't I don't think they're throwing flags. So we're just kind of having to guess when they stop it.
2: There was one there on the forty. It was kind of disguised there. It's kind uh-huh. of hard to see, but. I only noticed it because one of the assistant coaches from Mount Pleasant picked it up. <laughs> he said, hey, don't forget about this. Well, okay, well, that takes a little bit of the excitement out. You know, North
0: Forty might just keep trying this onside kick. They've had so much success with it. And it's, you know, it's not like the cat's out of the bag or anything. It's it's already there. So, if anybody wants to see that on the film, they've got it. It's a little bit, you know, they, they, it's, they basically can do the onside kick to either side because they have those two kickers crossing – and I think, honestly, that kind of looks – might have been what was offsides, is that one kicker will take a step past the football and then bring his other – his kicking leg behind him. And so
2: he's technically offsides when he goes to kick the ball. But, you know, a lot of times with onside kicks for high school football, a lot of it's by chance. But, but this young kicker here for North Forney just executes it so well. It's just very, very nicely done. And he's You can tell he spent a lot of time trying to perfect that.
0: Well, and also, if you're going to have, these, you know, Mount Pleasant's got three guys that are all pat behind the 25-yard line. And so that that really puts the numbers in the Falcons' favor. They've got five guys to each side of the field, or five to the the, the uh, our side and four to the other side. Another onside kick, but this one's going to bounce out of bounds. It was still a pretty decent little kick there, but this one's going to bounce out of bounds, so that'll be a legal procedure. We'll see where they're going to mark Mount Pleasant to start their drive. It didn't quite
2: get the bounce like the other onside kicks did.
0: You know, a lot of that, like you said, is kind of chance, you know, just hoping you get that hop. Uh, I think it had all the recipe, it had all the the ingredients for a nice hop. It just never took it.
2: Definitely a little more flat than the others were.
0: So, the North Forney defense comes back out. Man, they've they've had a rough go of it here to start this game. Uh, They've had a hard time defending Mount Pleasant's offense, which is no running back. It's basically a quarterback and five receivers – and they keep bringing one of those receivers in motion on a jet sweep, and that's been their
2: running game, and it's been very successful to start this game. We'll see what the defensive coordinator for the Falcons, Coach Holder, and kind of what their game plan is, adjusting to some of the things we've seen from Mount Pleasant so far.
0: So first and 10 on their own 49 is where Mount Pleasant will start this drive. Morris looks right, throws into the flat. It's caught out there. He's across the line of scrimmage, cuts up at the forty-five, down near another first down. But we do have a flag on the play, and this one finally might be holding on Mount Pleasant.
2: You would think from where the flag was thrown.
0: Jono texted in saying, "What's up, guys? Loving the broadcast. Go Falcons! Loving all the action." He also said, "Did you know? Did, did you guys hear that Fat Joe left Atlantic?" It, I, I,
2: I know, Jono. That's a good, it's a, it's a good joke. It is going to be against the Tigers there, so that will move them back. So that's uh, They're going to mark that one. It looks like
0: from the spot of the foul, so that's going to mark them back uh, all the way back to the 47. And that'll make it first down and 12. That's, weird. that's a weird thing to even say. First down and 12 <laughs> for the Tigers. Morris, the quarterback. Again, he's got three receivers to the right side and two to the left. Again – a receiver in motion, they're going to hand it to him. He's going to cup, and he's going to be met behind the line of scrimmage. And it's about time a Falcon defender made a play. Number 22, Galen Brown, came up behind the line that time, and he just sandwiched him.
2: I th- man, I felt that one. I kind of twinged myself. It looks like it hurt. Good, oh. good execution there by the Falcon defense. Good sniff out. I think he he
0: got knocked into a yard because <laughs> he met him behind the line of scrimmage. But they're able to get one yard out of that. Brings up second down and 11. And now for the first time in the game, Mount Pleasant will have a running back in the backfield, and he'll be to Morris's left. Morris looking for the snap. He gets it. Now he's going to roll out to his left. That's his throwing shoulder. He's going to look downfield, throw it. He had three receivers in the area, but didn't complete it to any of them. And Devin Beeman was growling all down Morris's grill.
2: He also had good coverage there by the defensive backs for the Falcons. They were playing really good distance there from the Mount Pleasant receivers. Just very good coverage there. And although Morris threw it – th- you know, I think he was trying to thread a needle there.
0: You know, Jerry, we've we still got 641 to play here in the first quarter. We might have to go ahead and get a hotel room tonight. <laughs> we just might. Morris, again, will be the quarterback in the shotgun. He'll have a running back to his right. And that'll be DeKeevian Howard. He's got three receivers to the left and one to the right. Now he'll roll out, drops back, looks again left. He's got it set up, and it's going to be in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Jamarian Brown. That – That looked a little bit dangerous over there. Had a couple blockers set up in front of that screen, but it is an incomplete pass, and that'll bring you up fourth down.
2: Yeah, Morris was trying to take advantage of his left-handed throw there, kind of doing a little switcheroo type there. Impressive look, just not real good execution there. It was kind of dangerous, like you said, Wally. There was one defender, There it was Willie Thomas over there for the Falcons, but he had a couple guys over there blocking him.
0: If that would have got completed, that could have been dangerous, but – it falls to the wayside, so that will bring it fourth down and 11. Mount Pleasant looks like they have the punt team out. It's hard to really tell with these guys. It, they're they're lined up in a you know, shotgun, but he's a couple yards deep, so I might look for a punt, pooch punt here. It looks like we're going to get a timeout from North Forney as they they weren't really ready for that one.
2: It was kind of a strange look there. Josh Morris was back. Looking to receive either the the snap, whatever it was gonna be. And you you see that some as far as young quarterbacks also kind of pooch punting it. And so it looked like that was kind of the look that Mount Pleasant's going for and kinda of caught North Forney off guard a little bit, so that's why Coach Jackson took the timeout, I believe, to kind of reevaluate the situation there.
0: Yeah, and they had they had look what looked to be four receivers to the left side, and it's just a tricky a weird formation. It looked he was a couple yards deep, the quarterback was, and the shotgun Deeper than usual, so that usually means it's a pooch punt. But when they've got a weird lineup like that, if you're not covering it like you should be, they can easily do something out of that. And I think Coach Jackson saw that with North Forney and decided to call a timeout so they could better defend this.
2: They're going to go with the same formation Mount Pleasant is. Four on the left.
0: Worse, is in the shotgun. He's looking over to the sideline. We'll kind of see. You can always tell kind of how deep he drops back, if he's going to pooch this one or not. They're going to bring Glinton in motion from left to right. Morris looking for the snap. He'll take it, and it is going to be just a little pooch bunt. It's a nice little pooch bunt. Nobody's back to receive this for the Falcons. It's going to bounce out of bounds near the 15-yard line. We'll see where the ref's going to mark this one out. So no harm done after all that. And finally, finally, I I didn't even care which team it was who got a defensive stop. Finally, there's a defensive stop. So with that, 6-22 remaining in the first quarter. 21-13, your Falcons lead. We will wait to take a break because they're already back on the field. Let's just wait. Yeah, this <laughs> is just too fast.
2: There's 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 some fast suckers. If we could get some oxygen tanks up here. We might need them come fourth quarter. Again, we've got six twenty two left in the first quarter of this ball game. Uh, we also got the
0: text toy open. That number is four six nine three five five zero three six two. If you want to text in, tell us how we're doing or how the game's going or how you're even doing. We got John Tracy texting in. Awesome play by play, almost like I'm watching the game. Aw. that's nice. That's so nice. It makes us feel good. Suits will take the shotgun snap, hand it off. Around the left side now he's going to bounce. There's a flag on the play, back at the line of scrimmage, out across the first down marker. That's Nate Miller again on the carry. We'll see. It's going to be – it looks like offsides against Mount Pleasant this time. So they will probably decline that one and get the first down for the Falcons. That's
2: what the call is. They also call, oh, a holding. Yeah. They call holding against North 20, so those penalties will offset, I believe.
0: Well, that's not fair, Jaron. I wish that <laughs> didn't happen.
2: And, of course, uh, we will
0: have the Soul Men's halftime show. Soul Men's barbecue halftime show. Or, no, no, no. I repeat. I, that's my bad. That's actually the Forney Air halftime show. They switched it up on me from last year. i gotta get that. got to get that down. Our friends over at Forney Air are doing the halftime show this year. So we'll have that. Like I said, unfortunately, we won't be able to play the bands like we normally do, and we will do the rest of the year just because of where we're situated at in this broadcast booth. But that will be coming up at halftime. Suits takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it off this time from from left to right. He's going to be tripped up around the 20-yard line. And that's uh, Corey Johnson that time. Or no, that's uh, Nate Miller again on the carry that time as well. So that brings up second down and a long five. Suits already got the offense back to the line of scrimmage again. Takes the snap. Hands it off. Oh, nice little starter step in the backfield from Nate Miller. And he's a bounce to the left side. Breaks another tackle. Just gets tripped up across the 30-yard line out to the 31. That
2: is good for a Falcon first down. And we talk a lot about Calvin Ribeiro, but this young Nate Miller's doing a great job. And Coach Jackson even said he said both running backs were going to have a great year. And I think he's going to be right. Yeah, it looks like uh, Miller's a little shiftier. And is kind of more the power. This one's
0: going to be a handoff to Ribeiro up the middle. Spins out of a tackle, still on his feet, carries a couple of defenders out near the 50-yard line, another first down for the Falcons.
2: Man, yeah, I know what you guys are talking about, him being a tough runner. He was carrying, I think, three Tigers on his back. <laughs> a very, very good run there by Rivera.
0: We see Mount Pleasant having a tr- hard time getting off the sideline, getting to the sideline because they're so winded. North Forney back again, another handoff to Rivera, around the right side, across midfield, now across the 40, breaks a tackle, dives across the
2: 35-yard line, down to the 34 and once again, Jaron, another Falcon first down. And that high tempo, fast tempo, you know, you're going to see it. You see some hands on the hits for some Mount Pleasant defenders. And we're only halfway through the first quarter.
0: Suits again in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to Ribeiro again. Moved around the right, cuts back up the middle, still on his feet. Finally brought down after a gain of uh, almost eight, or it was about seven on the play. I think is a little tired from running so much. And about that time, here comes Nate
2: Miller to relieve him. And, again, they're, they're really pounding the ball right now. But, again, you can't forget about these wide outs that they have. And that's just a cool thing about this offense is the weapons they have. Suits will take the snap and get handed off the middle. they they got their bread and butter now.
0: And that's Miller around the left side across the 20-yard line. And that's going to be another first down. They're hustling back to the line of scrimmage again. The, re, the formation they're running with is two receivers to one side and one to the other. And they've got that H-back that kind of moves on either side of the line. This time it's two receivers to the right and one to the left. And now we're going to get a timeout from Mount Pleasant. It looks like, is that Mount Pleasant's timeout? Yep, because they are winded. Let's take this time. Now we will step away with 434 remaining in the first quarter. It's the Falcons 21, the Tigers 13. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. (laughs)
4: call the professional roof experts at maximum construction and restoration they are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured we will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process as our customer you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at maximumconstructiontx.com your roofer is your life
0: go falcons All right, so we're back here at Sam Parker Field in Mount Pleasant, 434 remaining. The Falcons have been driving down the field run after run, not a single pass play uh, on this drive. They've just been handing it off to either Calvin Rivera or uh, was that Nate Miller. Yeah, Nate Miller, and they have both been doing damage every time they touch the ball. It's been chunks of 8, 12, 15, 10, and they've moved all the way down inside the 20-yard line of Mount Pleasant. It's first and 10 from the 19-yard line. Colby runs up under center, takes a snap, throws out to the left side. It's Jordan Carroll. He's looking deep now, and it's going to be caught in a touchdown. Number 20, Corey Johnson, the little wide receiver screen pass. Colby throws it over to Jordan Carroll, takes a step back. He looks down the same side of the field all the way
2: down to Corey Johnson, and they connect for six. Remember In our conversation with Jordan Carroll Monday night, he said he used to play quarterback, so that's a nice little weapon there you can put in your tool belt. Uh, for Coach Jackson to use in the first week of the season, he used. He it. is he is not holding back.
0: He's pulling out. Every, he wants everybody to see the arsenal. It's a slow rolling snap, but it's going to be taken by Suits and then kicked through by Rodriguez. So, with that, it's the Falcons twenty eight and the Tigers thirteen with four twenty six remaining in the first quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio.
7: Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell.
4: All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate. Whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors, give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons!
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: And we've got another onside kick recovery for North Forney. Another one recovered by Jordan Carroll in stride. (laughs) They're just, they're not holding back. I mean, you know, and Matt Pleasant has is not able to defend it. I mean, like I said before, they've got three returners all the way back behind the 25-yard line. So, that just – the numbers game says North Forney's got more in that little box than Mount Pleasant, and they keep exploiting it.
2: I agree with you, Wally. Just great execution there, and that kick was placed well, bounced well, and good athleticism by Carroll there as well to come away with that onside kick. We'll we'll get to some of the other
0: district 15-5A scores here in just a little bit. Uh, I see West Mesquite leading Arlington Seguin 7-0, but we'll get to a few of those and next week's opponent, Carrollton Creekview, and see what they're up to as well. 425 remaining here in the first quarter. North Forney's put a little bit of separation between them and Mount Pleasant now. Colby will come into the shotgun. Draws back. He's looking down over the middle. He's got time. He's got time. Finally fires, rips, and it's going to be underthrown as Carroll was trying to come back to it around the 24-yard
2: line. Score 28-13 in favor of the Falcons here. A nice effort there. It looks like Carol might have slipped a little bit on the turf, couldn't quite make the cutback. but Good spot there by Kobe and good effort there by Carroll. Just a little bit of slip there. So, second down and 10, ball on the 47-yard line of Mount
0: Pleasant. They're going to hand it off up the middle to Rivera. He's patient, he's got a couple of guys tugging at him. He's going to stay on his feet, takes a hit, but he's still moving. Finally hog-tied and brought down around the 40-yard line. It's going to be all the way down to. They're going to give him maybe the 30, not now. They're going to rock him right at the 40-yard line. man, what a
2: tough run from Arbera, for a 5'10", 175 senior. That's we, impressive. We tried run. telling <laughs> you. We tried
0: telling you. We weren't exaggerating. This time it's going to be a handoff up the middle to Nate Miller. He's going to bounce off a couple of tackles, spin away from another one. He's got a first down for the Falcons on a
2: big third down conversion. All the way down to the Mount Pleasant 30. And what's interesting is these guys' running styles contrast each other so much. They're both quick. But Nate Miller is more of the the shifty young man, and Ribera will just run it down your throat. Suits again in the shotgun, two receivers
0: to the left, one to the right. Fakes the handoff, looking, looking deep. Now he's going to be to scramble out to the right side. Looks, throws, it's going to be complete, I believe so. What a nice little catch there along the sideline by Connor Sides all the way down inside the 20-yard line.
2: Great discipline play there by Sides, just slid in perfectly, knowing that he had to keep his feet in. Good job there.
0: Yeah, and it was a good job by Kobe. A good throw in the run, too. And you've got to pinpoint it down that sideline. He did a great job of that. Ball's on the right hash just inside the 20-yard line. Two receivers to the far side of the field and one to the right. Of course, the H back to the left side of the offense. They're going to hand it off up the middle, middle to Miller. we got a flag on the play. And Miller is just pulling a couple of defenders with him. We'll see what this flag is going to be. They let the play go on, so it's either going to be some kind of a formation penalty against North Forney or off sides against Mount Pleasant. And we got a legal formation against North Forney. So that'll back him up five yards. Man, what an impressive drive again from North Forney. And that, that was this one was impressive because you got to see a nice third down conversion too. It was third and four. And they still hand it off and just they had no fear of running the ball. And I, I like to see that from this Falcon offense.
2: I came in tonight really expecting to see a lot of air raid stuff just because you know in the quality of receivers in Kobe. I'm really impressed by these young running backs. And Ribera's back in there again now.
0: He's to Kobe Suits' left. They're going to hand it to him. He's got some room to run up the middle. He's going to put his head down, power down inside the 10-yard line all the way down to the five with some more tough running. That's going to
2: be first and goal for the Falcons. That young man is fearless. He will just tuck his shoulder and run into anything. Great run there by Ribera. They're now on it. looks like about the five-yard line there. Knocking on the door. Su- suits in the shotgun.
0: He'll hand it off again to Ribeiro. Makes a guy
2: miss in the backfield. Still on his feet. Breaks a tackle into the end zone. Touchdown, Falcons. Again, another tough run there by Ribeiro. Just shoves it right down the Tiger's throat. Great job there. Great balance from the offense. Man, that was that was a really
0: nice drive there as far as the balance goes. I mean, they did run the ball for a lot of the, a lot of the weights, but then they kind of threw in a couple little pass plays. And that's, that's what makes this offense so dangerous is their balance of – You know, they can run, they can pass, and they can do both at a lethal pace. The extra point is up and through, so another made extra point, and that pushes the Falcons' lead out to 35 13 with 250 to play in the first quarter. You're listening to Wally and Jaron on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio.
4: In Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
6: Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas
0: Radio. All right, so we're back here again at Sam Parker Field. It's Wally and Jaren. North Forney has put up a big lead now, 35-13, after a couple of onside kicks. Finally, they put this one down. And when Mount Pleasant brings guys up, they finally take it all the way down. Going to kick it to the 20, and they're going to be met right at the 24-yard line. No return whatsoever for Mount Pleasant. And North Fort is doing a lot of games, a lot of things well in this game. But I think they have definitely dominated the kicking game. That's for sure. Everything they do is has, has been spot on. Whether it's an onside kick, <clears throat> they squibbed one earlier that worked out well. And then that time they kick it deep this time, and there was basically no return. And so Mount Pleasant will be forced to start. Their drive from their own 24-yard line trailing 35-13, to and we're still not through the first quarter.
2: You know, the special teams can a lot of times be the unsung heroes of a football team, but we see it a lot of times where a lot of the games are won or lost by the special teams.
0: Well, that's really – I think that's kind of set the pace here for North 40 tonight. It's definitely been those onside kicks being able to recover them. Josh Morris, the quarterback, he's in the shotgun. He's got a running back to his left in the backfield. He'll take the snap. He's going to fake the throw. Now he's going to be scrambling out. He's in some trouble, and he's just going to have to throw this one away. I don't think that made it to the line of scrimmage. I, wouldn't, I don't see why that wouldn't be a intentional grounding, and it's going to be. Yep, he's going to throw his flag. Where is he? It looked like he was going to.
2: But I don't see oh, how it no. didn't at all. Even where, from where they're throwing the ball in from the out of bounds. It looked like he was able to get out of the pocket, but once you do that, you still have to make the
0: the throw past the line of scrimmage, and I don't believe he did that, unless I'm missing some kind of rule. So Morris, again, will be the shotgun quarterback, second down and 10 from their own 24. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. He's got a running back in the backfield to his left. Now he's going to roll out to the left with this little option formation, pitching it back, makes a man miss, makes another guy miss, but he's still going to be finally brought down in the backfield. Willie Thomas... And Devin Beeman are both back there. Man, that was – they kind of ran that almost a little old-school option going to the left side. They pitched it, and there was a guy there for North 40, made him cut back, he missed the
2: tackle. And thankfully that was the rest of the, that, that gang defense there to eat it up. We do have a number – I believe it's 82 that's kind of hobbling off the field there. He still can put weight on it. So they have I believe, number 88 come in for him. That's Funderburg, I believe.
0: Yeah, 88 is Cliff Thunderbird So he'll come back into the game now. I saw him out there quite a bit earlier, too. That's Braden Parker's old number from last year, and that's the guy we kind of talked about. Morris takes the the shotgun snap, rolls out to the right. we got a flag on the play. Now Morris will take off up the middle, and he's going to be brought down from behind just as he crosses the line of scrimmage. And that was a nice play from number 21, Roby Robinson. We'll see what,
2: this, uh, what the flag's going to be here. Great acceleration there from Robinson. He chased... The Tiger down did a great job. Yeah, Morris is just about to take off up the middle of the field for a big
0: gain. It looks like we might have a sideline warning here against Mount Pleasant. And that's what it's going to be.
2: That's what it is. Be third down here for the Tigers. And a long
0: third down coming up, too. It looks like third and uh, about eight. Or no, third and – yeah, third and eight. the score. Finally cut up on a minute and a half left to play in the first quarter. And it's going to be fourth down, and that will make the punt team for Mount Pleasant come out. And it looks like we're going to get a timeout from Mount Pleasant. So with that, we will take a step away. It's Wally and Jaren for KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. If
4: your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons!
0: So it's fourth and eight on the 26-yard line for Mount Pleasant, their own 26, and the punting team will come in. This will be the first time we actually see either punt formation lined up. It's a slow snap, but he does get a kickoff. It's a low kick. It might have got deflected. Going to bounce across the 50-yard line inside the 45. It's going to keep rolling all the way down to the 40, and that is where it will be touched down by Mount Pleasant.
2: Not a bad punt there from Mount Pleasant.
0: It ended up working out. There's a minute eight left here on the field. It just seems like this first quarter will not end.
2: <laughs> you got a score of 35 to 13 here with a minute eight left in the first quarter. Falcons have scored 35 points in this first quarter.
0: The Falcons are on pace to score over 130 points. <laughs> I told you it might be a basketball
2: score. I told you.
0: Man, you didn't tell me it would be like an Olympic basketball <laughs> score. Colby will lead the offense out onto the field, and they will start at their own 40 yard line. Their offense has been super impressive. So far to start this game, he's going to have Nate Miller in the running back as a running back to his right who's going to hand it off across the left side he's going to put his head down he's going to keep going. Nate Miller's showing that I can act a little bit like Rebea too that's gonna to be enough for a first
2: down all the way into Mount Pleasant territory you know and, and we talked about this temple We talked about this temple a lot, but I do believe that that's really taking a toll on the Mount Pleasant defense. Colby back to the. Shotgun position again. He'll take the snap, fakes the handoff
0: this time. He's going to have to roll out to his right. He does. He evades a defender. He's got a man down the sideline. It's Jordan Carroll, and he's going to be roped up and taken down. Inside the 40, we've got a flag on the play and the rare hat on a play.
2: I thought Carroll might want to get out of bounds to stop the clock with 42 seconds left in the quarter, but it looks like he stayed in. But with the flag, it will stop the clock. Yeah, we'll see. There's a flag and a
0: hat, which, of course, that means – that don't know what that means. That once a once a uh, a referee throws his flag, if there's another penalty that he wants to call in the play, he'll throw his his hat after that. So it looks like we're gonna have offsetting penalties. So we will replay first down from the Mount Pleasant 49 yard line.
2: 42.9 seconds left in the first quarter here. At this
0: at this point, I hope they're not worried about stepping out of bounds because. I don't want to be here till three in the morning.
2: It's not like it's in the first half, you know, where you're, you know, you'll lose what you've got there. You'll just switch the sides of the field. So, Kobe in the shotgun formation takes the
0: snap, fakes the handoff. He's being pressured. He's going to throw it to Barclay in the flat. Barclay's going to spin off uh, away from a defender, but he's going to be met by another one and dropped after a gain of about just a yard.
2: Good coverage there by the Mount Pleasant defense, and good job. Taking down a, a real big, strong Barclay Ford. 20 seconds left now in the first quarter. Second down and nine. Suits
0: in the shotgun. Two receivers to the far left, one to the right. And we're going to have uh, – th- that was going to be a false start. It looked like on the H-back, number 86, Michael Court. Kind of got, got him caught leaning just a little bit, tiptoeing. And they're going to get him for a penalty, and Coach Jackson's not happy about that.
2: Think about it this way. We're 10 seconds away from the end of the first quarter, and we've been playing ball for an hour. I don't like the, where
0: we're headed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it might speed up a little bit as the game goes on. Suits again in the shotgun.
0: And we're going to have whistles, as that will bring us to the end of the first quarter. So after one it's the North Forney Falcons, 35, the Mount Pleasant Tigers, 13. Live from Sam Parker Field, in Mount Pleasant, Texas. You're listening to Wally and Jaron, KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio.
7: For you at Musser Chevrolet and Terrell, Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell.
4: All About Floors is the proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets, kids... No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons!
0: All right, we get ready to start the second quarter. It's already 35-13, North Forney leading. Second down and 15 for the Falcons offense. Going to hand it off to Miller. He's going to stutter step. Now break around the right side. He's got a little space over there. Cuts back in, and then he's knocked out of bounds. But he does cross the 35, gets a big chunk of that penalty yardage back. And that will bring up a very convertible third down and five. Suits again to the shotgun, running back to the line quickly. Two receivers to the left and one to the far side of the field on the right. Miller again the running back. They're going to hand it off to Miller. Takes a second, and he's going to be met in the backfield. He tried to find the hole, just couldn't do it. And that'll bring up fourth down. They're going to give him the line of scrimmage. So fourth down and five from the Mount Pleasant 44-yard line. And there's no hesitation from Coach Jackson. The Falcons are going for it we got Colby in the shotgun again. Same formation, two receivers to the left on the, the wide side of the field and one to the right. Calvin Rivera. now the running back in there. And we're going to have offsides on Mount Pleasant. And Colby wanted to take that play and go with it. But the defender, Mount Pleasant defender, was already in the backfield, and they had to blow that one dead. But let's see where they mark it. But that should give them the first down.
2: You know, Mount Pleasant's been doing that kind of early charge, you know, from the, the linebackers all night. But this time, linebacker got a little ahead of himself and good snap calling there from Kobe as well to draw that man offside.
0: Yeah, that was a good job by the Kobe and the center Ray Yates, yeah. kind of getting together on that one. You know, because I made the mistake one time when I was playing center back. I was in my sophomore year, going into junior. No, going in freshman, going into sophomore year, and I made a snap in spring ball with a safety blitzing down the middle, and it ended up being one of my last snaps I ever took as a center. <laughs> Handed off to a bear up the middle, and he just puts his head down, still on his feet, and they're they're having to take four guys to bring him down all the way inside the twenty five yard line. All the way down to the 23. And, man, that's that's fun to watch him play.
2: I tell you, I'm really excited to see him play. You know, y'all been telling me about you and Will, but I tell you, he doesn't do it justice when you see this young man run. Just very impressive. Back to the line again. Suits will take the snap, hands it
0: off to Rivera, takes a little sutter step this time to set something up. And this time he's going to be dropped after
2: just a gain of a yard. I don't think I've seen that in a long time. Because typically, even on initial contact, he's going to get another two or three yards. No matter if there's one defender or three defenders, he's going to get those extra yards.
0: Well, and he doesn't wait for you to make a play. He he brings the play to you. So second down a nine, ball on the 22-yard line. Falcons in suits looking to score again. Another handoff up the middle to Rivera. Puts his hand down still on his feet. Breaks a tackle inside the 10-yard line. Breaks another one. Pulls a defender down to the five-yard line. They're going to mark him. yet yeah, right at the five.
2: That's good for a first down. He makes it first and goal, North Forney. Good discipline there by Ribeiro. He kind of lost his footing there, but stayed uh stayed vertical. Was able to get another five or six yards after that.
0: Yeah, he does a really good job of putting his hand down, you know, when he's going to the ground. It gives him at least a couple more yards. That time he was able to keep himself up for a good another ten or fifteen yards. Suits fakes the handoff this time. He's gonna roll out right. It's a short side of the field, looking throws. Oh, he had a man. Jackson Endles in the end zone, but it got deflected and knocked down. He had that he yeah, has a good look. He just couldn't quite get it in the window.
2: Not a bad idea there from Suits at all. And that was really good defensive play there by the Mount Pleasant Tiger defender.
0: 9.36 remaining here in the second quarter. Of course, all these points have been scored offensively. This isn't like a couple of turnovers or anything. This is all offensive points scored. Suits takes a snap, looks right, throws right. He's got Barclay Ford inside the five. He's pushing to the goal line. He's got two or three defenders. And he's finally going to be brought down at about the two-yard line. That's going to bring up fourth in goal. It's a third and goal.
2: It's going to be third. Third and goal. Yeah, third and goal. It took several defenders to get Barkley down, and I tell you, he was inching, and it took about three or four of them jumping on him to finally bring him down. A good, good, tough young man there. Colby again in the shotgun. I'm going to bet
0: he hands it off to Rivera, and he does. Rivera's met at the one yard line, but does that mean anything? No. Rivera plows his way all the way into the end zone, and it's another touchdown for the North Forney Falcons.
2: Again. We're, it seems like we're just, like, repeating ourselves a lot, but how can you not when you see just incredible effort by this young man, Rabear, time and time play and play again? Yeah, and, you know, it, like I said, he
0: was met at the one-yard line, and usually that could go 50-50, but that's not a 50-50. Him
2: one-on-one with the defender with one yard to go, that's about a 99-1. to And even if you're another team looking at this film, you can't necessarily prepare for that, really, you know? Another snap that rolls back to Suits, but he picks it up in time to get the kick
0: away, and it is good from Carlos Rodriguez. So with that, the Falcons now take a 42-13 lead with 8.58 to play in the second quarter. You're listening to Wally and Jaren in North Forney Falcon football on KFMY Sports, True Texas Radio.
4: Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
6: Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: 42-13 to score, all offensive touchdowns, all offensive points. You know, it's funny is that they kind of went back and forth for the first four possessions, being tied at 13 apiece, and since then... It has just been an onslaught from the Falcons as they have scored 29 unanswered points here in the last about the last seven minutes of play. A squipped kick down the middle of the field. It's going to bounce all the way down to the 15 where it's picked up there by Mount Pleasant. Return all the way across the 30. Oh, he dropped the ball. It's loose on the field. Still loose. I think North Forney's got this one too.
2: And we do get the signal from the official it will be Falcon football football there on Mount Pleasant. It's about the 40-yard line.
0: Wow, and that was just – I mean, he had some room. It was coming down the sideline across the 30, out near the 40-yard line, and that was Shamar Hines, who just – it looked like he just lost it. I don't think anybody really knocked it out of there. It just it came out of it seemed like he, he just lost control of it. And that ball was just on the field. It seemed like
2: forever as guys were diving all over the place for it. Eight minutes, 35 seconds left in the second quarter. 42-13 the score in favor of the Falcons here. So, Suits will bring the offense back out onto the field. He'll bring three
0: receivers back out there with him and Calvin Ribeiro, the running back. He's also got an H-back to the left side of the offense. Ball's on the right hash. The 41-yard line, Suits fakes the handoff. He's looking, he's looking, steps up in the pocket, makes a throw down the middle of the field. It sails on him and it's intercepted. Inside the 20-yard line, brought out to the 35 near the 40, still on his feet, and he's finally going to be taken down by Ribeiro near the 50-yard line. And I'm not quite sure what what Coley was looking at there. He He had Jackson underneath. And he just he he'd sell that one right over Jackson's head, right to a, a defender that had nobody
2: around ten yards around him. I, I'm I wanted I was curious to know what what Kobe saw on that one. I think maybe he just sold a little bit out of his hand. I think Jackson was the intended receiver coming across there, but uh, just sold a little bit over his head and uh, right into the hands of the Mount Pleasant defender.
0: And maybe it seemed maybe like you know Jackson cut in a little bit more sharply on that one instead of going up the field more. And I think that's maybe where Kobe was in, in expecting him to be. So the first turnover of the – I say first turnover, we just had a turnover fumble a minute ago. Back-to-back turnovers. Yeah. Glinton will take the handoff on the jet sweep from left to right. He'll step out of bounds near the 50-yard
2: line. Looks like they might give him one, if any. Brings yeah.
0: up second down. give him one. Yeah, it looks like it brings up second down and nine now from the 49-yard line of Mount Pleasant. They're going back to that empty set. No running backs in the backfield. There's two receivers to the left and three to the right. But, of course, every time they've they've lined up in this formation, they've brought a receiver in motion and either given him the ball or faked the handoff. This time a receiver from right to left. He'll set up on the left side. Thomas will take the snap. He throws right quickly, and that one got deflected at the line of scrimmage. That could have been dangerous had he not deflected it.
2: That's number 58, Javon McKenzie. Great effort there by McKenzie. Did a great job sniffing that out, putting his hands up. McKinsey playing on the defensive side of the line this year. Last year he was the backup center who
0: came in after Ray Yates got hurt. Struggled kind of early getting some of the snaps down, but once he kind of got that handled, he actually played pretty well down the stretch, and I was really impressed with his ability to come in and, and play at that level. Now Thomas in the shotgun. Now he does have a running back back there in the backfield next to him, and that's tight fluellen Now he's going to run the option to the left side with fluellen He cuts it up, keeps it himself, does Thomas, but he gets nowhere right back to the line of scrimmage. North Forney was all over that one.
2: That was Devin Beeman on the, snob, on the stop, did a great job sniffing that out and really good athletic play by the very talented Beeman.
0: Yeah, you know, Beeman was one of the guys that uh, Coach Jackson talked about watching out for on the defensive side of the ball. De- Beeman was really good last year, but this year they've got him playing that nose tackle position right over the right over the center, uh, and he can really control that, that middle of that offensive line, and he can really
2: penetrate from that that position as well. Really impressed with his lateral speed, especially for a, a big young man. Great job there.
0: So it looks like it's fourth down to nine. They're lining up to go for it. And at this point, being down 42-13, to 13, why not? Near midfield. And we got a flag on the play. It looks like we're going to have delay of game. Delay of game on Mount Pleasant. Once again, if you're just 20, tuning in, we do have the text toy up and running. That number is 469-355-0362. If you want to text in, let us know how we're doing. Uh, let us know how you're doing if you want to do it that way. Uh, we're just kind of you know if you have any questions about the game, we could probably get to it on there. But that number once again is four six nine three five five zero three six two. Here at the neck here in the next chance we get the next little break, we'll uh, we'll go around some other scores from around the district and, and what they're up to in non district play. So now that brings it to fourth and fourteen, and they're still going to go for it. Thomas going to roll it to the left side, Now he's going to drop back, throw down the middle, and that one's going to sail over everybody, and that one is going to be a turnover on downs
2: giving the ball back to the Falcons. Senior receiver K.J. Cannon was the intended receiver, just a little over his head, but he was also covered well by the Falcon defenders there. So at halftime,
0: over in Rockwall, we've got the Highland Park Fighting Scots 13 and the Rockwall Yellow Jackets 7. Of course, that game is at halftime. Uh, over in West Mesquite, we've got West Mesquite, with four thirty-seven left in the second quarter, they lead Arlington Seguin thirteen to nothing. Another one of our district foes. And our opponent next week, the Carrollton Creek View Mustangs are trailing uh right before halftime, twenty-one to nothing to Fort Worth O. D. Wyatt. Suits takes the shotgun snap, fires it over real quick to Jordan Carroll, and it comes right through his hands.
2: Really quick little screen pass there, just in and out of the hands of Carroll. There's a bullet fired there by Suits.
0: With 303 left in the second quarter over in Mesquite, it's the Poteet Pirates 26 and the Midlothian Panthers 21. Suits again in the shotgun. He's going to fake the throw to the right this time. Steps up in the pocket. He's got a man down the right sideline. It's Jackson Innels. He catches it, cuts in at the 10 yard line. The five untouched into the end zone. And guess what? Another Falcon touchdown.
2: Great design play there by the Falcons. Great execution there by Suits. And Enos, really good discipline there, really good execution.
0: That actually looks like Jaden Barrel on that reception, not Jackson Enos. The eight and nine look a lot alike, but that was Jaden Barrel on the reception. And actually, it looks like oh, we got a flag on the play again. I didn't even see it. That one's hidden in the yellow of the tiger on the middle of the field. So they're bringing that one all the way back.
2: Some great execution on the reception side of the ball, but apparently something on the line didn't go as planned, and they're and gonna it bring it like back. Looks like
0: it's gonna be holding. So, man, that one—that one's a little bit of a sucker punch. It was a nice play. It was well drawn up. They faked that throw into the flat, and they had Barrow down the right sideline all, all by himself. And Colby hit him in stride, but it's all for naught. So, second down and 20. They fire this one over. Caught by Jordan Carroll near the first down marker. Still fighting. Still, got a, still on his feet. Finally taken down by three Tigers, but they're going to give him all the way down to the 42-yard line, and that's a big chunk of that. Yardage back, so that brings up third down and what looks to be third down and nine.
2: Great effort there by Carroll. He really uh, pushed for those extra yards. They're really tough. Had three defenders hanging on him, but really pushed through that very well. Seuss takes a low shotgun snap, hands it off to Rivera up the middle. He's
0: fighting for some yardage. He's going to be brought down just a bit shy of the first down marker. Looks like two yards shy. They're going to give him the 36-yard line. And, of course, Jackson with no hesitation once again in plus territory here, so they're going to go for it. Under five minutes left in here in the second quarter. Thankfully, the second quarter has gone a little bit faster. A little bit quicker. 42-13, to 13, the Falcons lead. Colby's looking over to the sideline.
2: Play clock at 15.
0: And it looks like they want to call a timeout. They're kind of just kind of standing around a little bit. They could have got a playoff if they wanted to, and I think they're just going to kind of wait this one out and call a timeout. Actually, no, they're going to run back to the line. they got four seconds, three left on the clock. They're going to get the snap away handoff at the middle of Rivera. He's got a gap. Across the 25, stutter steps, breaks the tackle to 20. Still on his feet inside the 15-yard line all the way down to the 11. And a gutsy little play call there with just a couple seconds left on the play clock, and they get that one done.
2: Great job there by the offensive line for the Falcons. We don't give them the credit a lot, but they really opened that hole up very nicely for Rivera. So back to the line of scrimmage. First, First down and 10 from the 11.
0: Suits in the shotgun. Hands it off again to Rivera inside the five, breaking a tackle, touchdown. That
2: that one was a little easy. <laughs> well, again, I, I think the defense for Mount Pleasant is just wearing out. As we said before the game, it's a young defense. And with this high tempo offense for the Falcons, I think it's just wearing them down. Forty eight to thirteen
0: now the score. Extra point team coming on the field. Four oh two just to play. And that's another unanswered touchdown for North Forney. They have just they have really put it on Mount Pleasant here in the first half. It's they haven't had to put the ball once. They had that one interception just a few minutes ago from Colby, but other than that, it's been clicking on all cylinders. And the extra point is up and good, so that makes it forty nine to thirteen with four oh two to play. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio.
4: If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons!
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: All right, 402 to play here in the second quarter, 49-13. The Falcons are starting to put it on the Tigers. They've had about four onside kicks, three of them recovered. We'll see if they can do another one here. The last time they kind of kicked it, the last couple of times they kicked it down the field. We'll see if they if maybe they're done with the onside kick games. Yeah, this is a little pooch kick. It's going to drop inside the 30, bounce, and it's going to bounce off a of Mount Pleasant player. He's going to pick it up inside the 20 yard line
2: and be taken out at about the 18. 3:56 left in the second quarter, first half here. Mount Pleasant offense will take over. And, you know, it's, it's, it was curious because, you know, we both,
0: to start this game, we were a little concerned about the North Forney defense. You know, they kind of got ran up and down the first two drives, but something has changed. And ever since then, they have just put the clamps on this Tiger offense. I think it took them a while to figure out that empty setback field, the jet sweeps that they're running, and it
2: kind of got them the first couple of drives. Ever since then, North Forney's really put the clamps on. The intensity's really been there. You can definitely tell from every position on the defense, they've really played with high intensity.
0: There is a running back this time in the backfield. To the left of Thomas. They're going to give him the handoff from left to right. And he's going to break a couple tackles and finally finished off by Willie Thomas. Looked like he he had him shut down. Then he kind of popped out the other side of it. And we thought, uh uh-oh. But then Willie Thomas pushed him out of bounds and finished that one off. We do have a Falcon player down on the field at about the 17-yard line. That looks to be number 42,
2: Devin Francois as they're checking on Francois, you know, you can definitely tell that they've been doing a lot of tackling drills, a lot of wrap-up drills in practice cuz these guys are hitting hard and they're wrapping up really well, especially for the first week of the season.
0: Yeah, we believe that's Devin Yeah, Devin Francois. Like I said, the numbers are a little off. They had we mentioned it earlier, uh their their away uniforms for the Falcons didn't get here in time, so they're wearing last year's uh jerseys, which kind of messed up a few of the guys' numbers, so we're trying to kind of piece all that together. Uh, next week's game, when they actually they'll be away again next week, but after that, they'll get those those nice blue uniforms that we saw in, the, in their pitchers and stuff uh, for the season. And those were sharp looking. So, second down and eight, ball just outside the 20 yard line. Thomas, the quarterback, in the shotgun, he'll take the snap. He's going to hand it off to Glinton. Glinton around the right side, he's going to be forced out of bounds after a gain of maybe one. Nice job there by the defense, again, to kind of stretch that out and give them no no ability to cut back, cut up the up the field. That was to Howard that time on the carry, not Glenn. Kevian Howard, now the freshman running back's back in the game.
2: Uh, Tylen Hines. It looks like the Falcons are understanding their coverage is a lot better, too, as the games progress, knowing their role and knowing their coverage. And Mount Pleasant's getting away with a lot less than they were the first few minutes of the game. Brings up a third down and six. Ball in the Mount Pleasant
0: 23-yard line. Falcons showing blitz, and they bring it. Tom or Yeah, Thomas rolls at the left side, he's going to be roped down and taken down for a big sack by number 33, T.J. Dickinson.
2: Wow, incredible stuff, and it looks like the punting team is going to come out for Mount Pleasant, but great tenacity there by the defense for North Forney. And really, just high, high intensity, high effort there by the Falcons. Two twenty-three and ticking
0: left here in the second quarter. Forty-nine to thirteen, the Falcons lead. All offensive touchdowns. There has been a turnover for each team. Colby threw an interception that was basically t- it, nothing happened. Nothing came of that against uh, against the Falcons, thankfully. But then uh, North Forney also had a fumble recovery, and they've had a couple of offense or uh, onside kick recoveries. I don't know if those are necessarily considered turnover. You got flags on the plays. They were getting ready to punt this one away. It looks like it'll be a delayed game, which will back them up half the distance to the goal, back to the five yard line. It's setting up as a fourth and nineteen. So I don't think we'll see any trickery here. Back inside their own ten yard line.
2: And North Forney, as fast as they're going, still has plenty of time to score before the half. They really, really do. If they want to, they can. To check on some of those other scores from around the district and
0: uh, Wiley. Wiley East trails at halftime to Rockwall Heath 17-3. to Of course, Wiley East was one of the playoff teams from last year. And that punt just got away. I thought that was going to be blocked from inside the, in the end zone.
2: It looked like it. They're going to let it roll. It's going to stop about on the Tigers. Well, yeah, Tigers 45-46. So, that's where the Falcons will take over.
0: North Forney had about three different guys back there in the backfield.
2: Uh, I thought, I thought for sure they
0: had three guys swarming the punt, and somehow he was able to get that off. But thankfully, they didn't run into the punter or anything like that.
2: That ended up being working out okay. You know, everything was really compressed there because they were pushed so far back in their territory, and that's always a, a fear, especially on that as far you know, roughing the the kicker. But good discipline there by the Falcons. So Suits will lead the offense
0: out onto the field once again. A minute and a half left to play here in the first half. They lead forty-nine to thirteen over the Tigers. Balls on the right hash. Suits has got Rivera to his left in the shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Handoff up the middle, Rivera Plows ahead again, breaks through the line of scrimmage, being twist and turn, finally brought down all the way down at the 30-yard line. That's good for another first down and a 15-yard run.
2: Great effort, and they were pulling his jerseys. They were doing everything they could to try and get him down, but he just pushed through that very well.
0: Yeah, it's fun watching just all the ways he can break tackles. It's fun to watch. Back to the line again at Suits in the shotgun. And again, a handoff up the middle of Rivera. Being a little bit more patient this time. Bounces it. Now cuts back up inside. Still on his feet inside the 10-yard line. Another first down. Under a minute to play. We're up on 50 seconds. North Forney choosing not to call timeouts. Rolling back up to the offensive line. Coming up on 40 seconds. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. It's first and goal from inside the 10-yard line. Suits in the shotgun, takes the snap, again a handoff to Rivera. met in the backfield, spins away from it this time, can't get away from the second tackler. And North Forney will f- – are they going to call a timeout here? No, they're going to keep letting it run, down to 25 seconds. Yes, sir. Second down and goal from inside the 10, and now we are finally going to get a timeout from North Forney. You could tell even the- – actually, we're going to get an injury timeout. There's a, a player down for North Forney. I can't see who that is. Looks like one of the offensive linemen at about the 7- or 8-yard line who's down on the ground.
2: Yeah, they're checking on him. Trainers are out. Also getting some water for the rest of the Falcons.
0: Oh, he's back up. Looks like the H-back, number 86,
2: Michael Court. He kind of hopped up out of nowhere. <laughs> he kind of sprung up and started kind of running around. He's putting weight on it, so that's a very good sign. You kind of
0: you kinda worry about cramps, you know. For sure. In the first part of the – early in the season, you know, you're warm. You haven't played this long. You haven't played against – heck, you haven't played anything this long because we've taken five hours to get through <laughs> the first half.
2: Like we're going to the clock run down, it looks like. Clock is Close. running
0: down to 15 seconds. And North Forney looks like to be in no hurry to get this one off, and I think that's where we're going to end this first half. As Coach Jackson looks on, Kobe Col- Suits looks back at him, and they're going to start walking, making their way. Actually, they're going to call a timeout. Timeout, North Forty with 2.2 seconds left. We'll take a quick break and be right here for this final play of the first half. It's Y True Texas Radio.
7: Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell.
0: 2.2 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. It looks like one final play for the Falcons' offense as they have the ball. Second down and goal from the nine-yard line. Suits brings the offense back out. Actually, they're going to bring the kicking team back out there, so it looks like they're going to kick a field goal. I think this is more getting work on, a, on from the field goal team more than is anything because they could have ran a couple plays if they wanted to. But it looks like they're going to get the, the kicking team some work. This sets up to be a 26-yard field goal. Carlos Rodriguez, the kicker, snaps good, holds good, kick is up, and right through the middle. So with that, that brings us to the end of the second quarter. The North Forty Falcons lead 52-13 to over the Mount Pleasant Tigers. And we will take a quick break, and then we'll be right back here with the 40 Air Halftime Show. Live from Sam Parker Field, it's Wally and Jaron for KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio.
4: Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
5: The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete A.C. system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at heat.com.
4: Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote to learn more call young ideas today at 903-560-9150 we're local and tuned into you restrictions apply for full details call young ideas at 903-560-9150
6: you are listening to the home of north forney falcons football kfny true texas radio
0: right, we're back with the Forney Air Halftime Show. If you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. Uh, This would be the time that we would listen to the North Forney Pride of Falcon Nation Band. hope I got that right. But because of where we are situated in this press box and with the lack of field noise being able to come into this press box, we are unable to bring that to you. I would love to bring that to you because that would mean we would get a break. I could get some nachos, some chili cheese nachos, and take a little bathroom break. So I'm. It pains me to tell you that we cannot bring that to you, but that would normally be brought to you by uh, Award Music and Terrell. So go don't don't forget to go check them out for any of your uh, music needs. And we'll next week starting with Carlton Creek View. I can promise you, we will have the uh, the halftime show presented to you. Uh, the, the, the pride of Falcon nation band will be in your ears as much as you want them. Uh, so this time for the first, uh, for the first show, our first halftime show, our first 40 air halftime show, what we have for you is a bunch of audio that we cut up, uh, from our, uh, 40, North 40 Falcon spirit night on Monday night. We were able to sit down with a couple of players and coach, uh, Jackson. Uh, we, we, we hit on coach Jackson and what he had to say pregame, uh, but now we're going to go ahead and get to a couple of the players, and a couple of those guys were Jordan Carroll, uh, Colby Suits, and Barclay Ford. Man, they had a lot of great things to say. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started with uh, Jordan Carroll, and, and a lot of what you know, man. They all were such humble. They're so humble. They're they seem really mature. Uh, they're they're well disciplined. I mean, all these guys, all these kids were real. Just a, such a pleasure to talk to. Uh, but one of the things we asked uh, Jordan Carroll. Uh, was okay. What do you like most about Coach Jackson? What is it that you like uh, the most about your new head coach? And one of the things I mean, one of the things that he was talking about with Coach Jackson was the discipline, and that's kind of one of the things we got to earlier was discipline with him. We'll see if we can get this. we'll see if we can get this working. I make sure I got it all good on my side too.
8: The fact that he's just uh, like he's just straight to the point with everything. Like there's no there's no BS and stuff like that. Like it's just everything he says, he does, and he he makes sure that it's done. And I just love that about him. And I love that I love that I love the fact that we all listen to him.
0: Yeah, and that's what you know. When we talked about this with all the guys that sit down. The discipline was the first thing he came up with. And, you know, I kind of, throughout that conversation with Jordan, was like, hey, you know, it's, it's, you know, what you're going to get with him, right? That's what it is. You know, if you, if you mess up, you know that he's going to correct you, but you know he's going to do it in a positive way. But there's no, there's no confusion. There's no guessing. And, yeah, he was like, yeah, exactly. There's, there is, there's no confusion. You know what, there's no BS. You know exactly what you're going to get.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Wally, and that's something that we heard from a, a lot of the players. All the players that we talked to, and they they knew that they they appreciate that. They appreciate that Coach Jackson clearly displayed what he expected, so they knew what they had to to really strive for. Uh, we also do have an update.
0: I, the Dallas Morning News wasn't updating the Forney score, so that's at, at Citibank Stadium back in Forney. the Jackrabbits lead Richardson Richardson Berkner 17 to 7 at halftime. We'll go ahead and get that in there too while we're uh while we're going through some of this audio. Once again, if you're joining if you're listening in uh the Forney halftime uh, the Air Halftime show and you're expecting to hear the North Forney Falcon Pride of Falcon Nation band. We are unable to bring that to you because of where we are located in the press box. We can't get that that crowd noise, the field noise to you. Well, we promise we'll be back next week with the award music halftime presentation from the Pride of Falcon Nation, Pride of Falcon Nation Band. Uh, on to some more audio that we talked to Jordan Carroll about. He "He, uh, Jared, I think this is one of the questions you asked him was about uh, the assistant coaches. You know, what is his relationship like with some of the coaches that Coach Jackson brought in?
8: Uh, our wide receiver coach, he came from Baylor, and it's like it's the best thing ever. Like. Everything we've learned from him is, is a massive help, and on top of that, like I just love all, all all the coaches. Like I feel like I didn't have that relationship with the past coaches, and they all they all love us back. Especially especially the wide receiver coach, I've gotten close to him, and so I feel like they just like want to engage more with you and like want to learn more about you, and like be a part of your lives instead of just being a part of football.
0: You know that's we always expect that of our coaches, but I think a lot of times you kind of it gets lost. You know the fact that they want to build that relationship with them. And I think that was, you know, from looking at, from the outside in last year, uh, I think that was something that that wasn't there really was that that deep relationships with with some of the coaches and the players. And to hear you know Jordan talk about how that is a that's a big thing with these coaches is that relationship that they build the players. Uh, that's just something that's refreshing to see.
2: And Coach Jackson even mentioned it when we were talking to him. He said he was a relationship guy. And you could hear that, and that echoed through our talks with the players. And so you can tell they really appreciated that. I mean, even at our, our spirit night, Coach Jackson was there eating with the players and building relationships there. So that was really impressive to see.
0: You know, we also asked Jordan about buying in. You know, what, what was the buying process with the new coach and a new regime and a new scheme and a new culture you know what? What did, what did it all? What did it all entail to buy into that?
8: It wasn't easy, obviously, but um, I mean, it took time, and a lot of people. I mean, we had people quit, and some people think about quitting, and uh, but I just, all everybody, everybody bought in. Most, most of, like the main people, like the people that needed to, and everybody did what they were told all the time because they were. I, everybody's intimidated by the coaches, <laughs> and that, we've never had that before. You know, there is there is a good
0: amount of intimidation. You know, that's a good thing uh, up to a certain point, and I think we've got the right balance here with Coach Jackson. I don't think I don't think players are scared to approach him on things. You know, I don't think they're that level of intimidated, but I think they're intimidated to the point where they don't want to act out. You know, they don't want to act out of line or or to make a mistake because they know that you know they know that it'll be coming to them. And I, I think that. That's a good amount of you know the respect and intimidation to have.
2: I agree with you. And, again, you said that there, respect. You know, and I think that's a really key to a successful football team is when the players respect the coaches, but the coaches respect the players. And I think we're seeing that with Coach Jackson and his staff. You know, one of the things we kind of got to talk to a lot of these players about
0: was their endeavors going forward from this season. You know, we got to talk to them about some of the scholarship offers that they got, uh, you know, what, what they're looking at, how that, uh, that process was. You know, we kind of talked to – Tell those guys that you know me or Jerry never really got athletic scholarship offers. So, what is that like? What does that mean? How, how does that go? And this is what Jordan had to say
8: I mean, just like just because of all the hard work that's put into it, and and just uh, because like my my story, like just position changes. I like I played quarterback and then I changed to wide receiver, and my sophomore year it's not it's not easy, and uh. Like you can learn a lot from them. Like just it, it humbles you, especially when you get that offer. Like you get humbled, and like I'm just grateful to have an opportunity to play football at the next level. Like that's pretty. That, and and whatever whatever like I believe that whatever God like puts out there for me like like that's what it's meant to be. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on that. Like I'm I'm grateful to have the offer like to be able to play at the next level now.
0: I'm glad that he's humble about getting a scholarship offer because if I had got one, man, I, everybody would have known about it. And maybe that's, I mean, that's one of the few, maybe just one of the few reasons I didn't get one. But and just to hear somebody talk that, like, I think a scholarship awesome, offer is such an awesome feat. That's amazing. But yet to hear somebody, you know, to take that with such humbleness, you know, and be able to say, you know, yeah, that's it, it kind of keeps me going. You know, it keeps me you know, motivated to, to do better, to help my teammates to be a better player. That's that's really cool.
2: <laughs> you know, and talking to all these guys, they all mentioned, you know, they were grateful for that, but they had a goal for this season, and they were taking week by week. And as cool as that was, getting those offers, they were focused on North Forney Falcon football. And I really appreciated uh, that those answers from those young men concerning that.
0: Yeah, you know, every one of them we talked to were, you know, very team-oriented. Even when we asked them about scholarships and college and stuff, it was still – everything kind of directed back to our team. I thought that was that was really cool as well. Uh, we actually got to sit down also with Barclay Ford, who's had a couple of big big plays in this game too. Man, what a what a humble kid that is. What a mature – man, I, I, I hesitate calling them kids because when you sit down with them, you see how mature and, and advanced beyond their age that they really are. But one of the questions – the first question that we asked Barclay was the differences from this year to last year. Well, what are some of those differences?
9: There's definitely a, a sense of being more – I guess, headstrong this season now that we have a a, a good coach here. And I think the discipline here at our school has got a whole lot better. Um, Individuals are starting to act better, be better, be more of a a team cause and more of an individual cause. Because, you know, last year it was a lot of individual me, uh, stuff like that. But I think this year it's a whole lot more of a team effort. And Coach X has done a great job of integrating that in us.
0: You know, team, team, team. That's what they keep harping on. You know, in a lot of these we got to – kind of got the same answer a lot of the times, but it was good, you know, good, good same answers. You know, and that's kind of what we want. I, mean, I think we were looking for them to kind of be on the same page, to kind of be in unison without even – without knowing what the other one was answering when we would ask them the same questions. And they all just – all came back to team. They all came back to discipline, uh, you know, as being the biggest differences. And that's – I think that's going to bode really well for them this year.
2: I agree with you. And it was neat to see kind of the common thread between the players and their answers, and that just speaks to the culture, and that speaks to the buy-in, that the players are buying in to the philosophy that Coach Jackson and his staff are bringing.
0: Uh, One of the other questions we got to ask Barkley was the same one we asked Jordan, too, you know, about some of the assistant coaches. You know, what's uh, what's that relationship like with Coach Jackson bringing those assistants? Uh, And this is what he had to say.
9: I'm going to start with Coach Wallace first. Of course, he coaches receivers. Um, I said he came from Baylor. You know, he has a great experience. He brings his his college ways to us, and I think that prepares a lot of us to go to the next level. Um, He's very strict, you know, like I said, but at the same time, he'll have fun with you Want to someone to have fun. I mean, that's a perfect message that you have to have because – as a coach and as a player, you don't want a coach just going to just ride you all the time. You're not doing this, you're not doing. I mean, they do that, but at the same time, he'll turn right back around and be like, "Hey, good job. That's exactly what you need to do." And uh, Coach Backdoe, he's he's a good offensive coordinator. You know, he's he's up tempo. He likes to go fast. He's on you. Make sure you're lining up right. You know, he wants you to do this. He wants you to do that. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of good things going on with this team, and I think a lot of people will be shocked when they see it.
0: You know, I thought that was interesting, too. You know, he talked about Coach Wallace who came over from Baylor, and I think that's kind of a different aspect of it that we haven't talked about. You know, we talked about the relationship part of it, but he kind of mentioned some of the, the football side of it, too, you know, with getting there watching film and uh, and just the, some of the schemes and the concepts that they bring to these guys that they haven't seen before. And I think it's really going to up their game, and that's kind of what Barclay was talking about there.
2: I agree with you. And, you know, it's so great, you know, so much emphasis is put on the head coach. But the assistant coaches really bring a lot to a program as well, especially culture, especially specific position coaches, and they bond with their players in you know those positions, and so it's not just about the head coach. You know, those assistant coaches bring a lot to a program as well, and Barclay and Jordan both uh, emphasize that. Uh,
0: Barclay, we asked him one last question about what how what his feelings were on uh, Coach Jackson, and he was had some interesting stuff to say too.
9: Um, he's, he's definitely – he keeps the discipline in check. If, if, he, if it's not the way that he wants it, he's going to let you know that that's not the way that it should be. So he's, he's always on us, and I think that's what we need to be successful.
0: Yeah, and that's what – once again, with Jackson, it's very – with these guys, it's very short, sweet, and to the, and to the point. You know, he, if we mess up, he's going to get on us. Uh, but it's going to be in a positive way. He's going to correct it, and we're going, to, we're going to get better from it. But but you know that. You know exactly what you're getting, and I think that's such a key with with how these players feel about Coach Jackson.
2: I agree with you, Wally. And you know now, even though they're leading 52-13, you know Coach Jackson is in the locker room saying, hey, guys, we're doing good, but we can do some things better. And he's continually raising the bar on them. And so I think that's something that the players are now beginning to expect and actually hungry for because they know that they want to progress as the season goes on. Well, like I said, if you were wanting to tune in to listen to the Pride of
0: Falcon Nation band, we once again apologize because of where we're situated in the press box. I know it sounds like excuses, but it is true. Uh, we were not able to get that that audio from the field, to get the sound from the field, so we were unable to listen to them this time. But I promise uh, that next week, starting with Carrollton, we will get that to you. And once again, if you have any music questions, if you have anything, any music needs, go to Awards Music and awardsmusicinterrel.com you see those guys. That's where I when I played saxophone, and I still do occasionally dabble with the sax. But when I do, that's where I go get my reeds and whatnot. So go check those guys out at Award Music. And next week, I promise, we will have the Pride of Falcon Nation band playing through your speakers. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back here. We'll hear from quarterback Colby Suits and a lot of interesting stuff he had to say from Monday night. You're listening to the Forney Air Halftime Show on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio.
5: The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete A.C. system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at forneyairandheat.com.
4: Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game. Without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903 560 9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903 560 9150. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: All right, we're right back here with the Forney Air Halftime Show. And we are live from Sam Parker Field in Mount Pleasant, Texas. At halftime, the North Forney Falcons lead fifty-two to thirteen over the Mount Pleasant Tigers. And it's been an onslaught, and we'll get to some more of that here in a minute. But before we do, we were able to sit down with Colby Suits, the quarterback of your Falcons, on Monday night. And man, did he have it was so much fun sitting down. You know, the other two guys are real mature. Not that Colby isn't. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't want it <laughs> to sound like that. The other two guys come off, you know, as very mature, very humble. You know, just kind of well spoken. Kobe is those things, but more so than anything, Kobe is so charismatic. I mean, he comes off, and you just can't help but smile and laugh the whole time you're talking to Kobe. And so he had so much to say, and it was a lot of fun getting to talk to him. Uh, But the first question we asked him was the first question we asked everybody else we talked, we sat down with, and that was, what did he think? What were his thoughts on the differences from what he sees in this year's team in the approach compared to last year's?
10: Like before, like people kind of did what they wanted, and we weren't really a team. But now it's it's discipline. Everybody knows what to do. Like everything, everybody knows their assignment every time. It's just a completely different team. We're a whole different team than we were last year.
0: Man, that's he's kind of short, sweet to the point. There, you know, it's everybody's on the same page. You know, this is you know it kind of sounds redundant. You know, when we ask the question, same questions, guys. But I like that they're giving us the same answers without knowing what the other ones were answering. And it's. Like, you know what you're going to get. And it sounds so simple, it sounds so easy that we kind of just kind of forget about it. But when you don't have that from the year before, you can just really see a difference this year with it.
2: I think really what I was impressed with Kobe about was, like you said, his charisma and his energy. And, you know, really that's something that you want from your senior quarterback is that energy. And, you know, he sat down with us and was smiling, you know, looking like he was having a great time. And you can tell he's a guy that has a lot of energy. We even saw it on the field. You know that he was really uh, just—he's a charismatic young man, and we saw that in his answers, and we're seeing it on the field. You know, one of the things that uh, that I thought stood out
0: with Kobe, difference-wise. You know, we'll get to more of kind of where he was, where he is with his with his body and his physical traits, but just seeing the confidence that he's got, you know, and just the leadership attributes this year that I just didn't see with him last year, and it just—it really stood out once we sat down with him too. The, the difference from last year to this year, just with his leadership skills too.
2: You know, and we talked about it earlier, but there's a lot of change a lot of things that can happen in an off season, And it definitely seems like, you know, I didn't know Kobe last year, but from what you guys have said, he's definitely matured and really grown into that leader, which is going to be important here this year. But also as he goes to and plays in the next level, you know, he's a verbal commit to ULM. And that's something that they're going to expect from their quarterbacks as well. So it's a great, great growth there from Kobe Suits. You know, we uh, we asked him about how – because you know, we told them we,
0: we're really excited about this year. Uh, where is your excitement level? You know, how, how do you feel? Where's your, you know, if you're going to gauge how excited you are compared to where we are, you know, how excited are you?
10: Everything's changed. And like, it just seems like we just have so much opportunity this year with the new coaches. And we know we have the talent and the new coaches come in. And now we just know we have such a great opportunity
0: to be good. And I think the whole school has gotten excited. And when everybody else is excited, it makes you even more excited. You know, I think that's something that, he hit on that i think we didn't really talk i mean maybe coach jackson hit on a little bit too was that you know once you kind of once you get excited and, the, and people can you know see that and truly see that the, genuinely see that you know it gets everybody else into it and once it gets like he said exactly once it gets everybody else into it it just gets you more into it and I, th- I think if they can kind of start out you know district especially with some success get it going get this thing rolling all the all the moment all that momentum Man, I think once the school gets behind them, I get, you know once the rest of forty gets behind them, this thing could get going in in
2: a big time in a big way. Well, you mentioned it there, Wall. You said the word momentum, the big mo as they call it, and that's really the X factor in sports. You know, whatever it is, whatever sport it is, whatever team it is, momentum's huge. And I think with the energy and with the the clear expectations and with the excitement for this season. Momentum is huge, and they're getting off to it very well with a 52-13 lead over Mount Pleasant at halftime. So, uh, the momentum is definitely in the North Forney Falcons' favor.
0: You know, one of the things that helps their offense be good is obviously Colby, but it's what he can do physically. And, you know, I I talked about this. uh, I was talking to one of the Mount Pleasant guys about this, you know, in the booth before the game and how seeing Colby at the end of last year seeing what his body looked like, you know, he was a thicker guy. Came, you know, we referred and we joked about his peanut butter hips from a long story just because he was a, a thick kid. He still could move pretty good, but he was a thick kid. You know, and then I went to the spring game this year, and got to go down on the field and kind of see everything, you know, firsthand, up close. And I, I really had to do a double take. I literally asked, who's, who's y'all's quarterback? <laughs> that ain't Colby out there. That, there's no way that's Colby. And sure enough, it was. And he had lost about 20, 25 pounds of, of basically what was fat and had leaned – you know, had leaned up and it, it looked really good. And so we asked him about, you know, about his new body. How did you come across that? How did that work out? How, how, how do you look so good? Well, like right after football season, I knew that I had to lose weight so that I would be able to be the best player I could be.
10: And like also for the recruiting process, I wanted to be able to look like a quarterback. So I went on a, a meal plan and a workout. And so right after football season, I was eating six meals a day of certain ounces of chicken and rice. And I did that for about three months straight. And I went from about 235 to 215, 212 in there in about three months.
0: You know, there was a couple of things. I really liked his answer. But the thing is, is that I didn't really like hearing him say meal plan. That kind of hurt a little bit. And I also didn't like him saying workout. That also hurt a little bit. But that may just be because I'm fat and out of shape. But just hearing him talk, you know, about going through all that. And what really stood out is he said right after the season ended, He said, right after the season ended, I knew I had to do something. I knew I had to get better, and that to me is what really stood out that what amounts to still being a kid that would be going into junior to senior year had enough awareness, had enough determination to say in leadership skills to say, I've got to get better, and it's got to start right now, and it's something that's not going to be easy.
2: You know, when he said six meals a day, we both kind of perked up. You know, that sounds good, you know. But, again, then he started saying how it was chicken and, and that type of thing. But, no, you're right, Wally. It was real impressive to know that he recognized right after this season, hey, these are some things I've got to do so I can play better and then also get better prepared for the next level. And, you know, just what he did in that three-month time in, in the weight program. We talked to his parents a little bit, too, and they said that he really worked very, very hard and set a goal for himself and achieved it. And, again, that's a great quality in a young man. So, of course, when you're a quarterback that's been here for a year and you get a new coach
0: in, you're obviously going to be at the forefront of that relationship, at the, at the forefront of that that change, you know, that philosophy change, the scheme change, everything. And so we definitely had to ask Colby, what are your thoughts on your new head coach, Randy Jackson?
10: Really that he holds everybody accountable. It's like if you do something wrong, you're going to go watch film and you're going to hear about it and you're going to get it corrected. So that's a good thing. It's good. Like we got a really good coaching staff and
0: they're really helpful. And it's, it's just a good thing to watch film with them. You can learn so much from them because they know so much about football. And there's a couple things I want to take away from that. One, you know, like we've talked about with everybody who's talked about Coach Jackson from the player's perspective, uh you know that time. You know we, we earlier we had heard discipline. You know we heard you know what you're gonna get, and it's it's the same thing with Kobe. You know Kobe kind of said the same thing, and I I like that. Like I said, I, I like how they're all on the same page. If if those three guys know that you know what you're gonna get with Coach Jackson, there's no confusion. Then it, all the rest of the team does as well. And then the other thing that I want to take away from that is that you know he said that you know if you do something wrong, you know they're you're gonna go watch film. It's not just, hey, you need – don't do that, do this. They go sit them down. They say, hey, this is what you did. This is why you don't need to do that. And here's what you need to do, and here's why you need to do it. I mean, there's a process that helps them understand it instead of just getting on to them and and, chastising them for whatever reason. You actually sit down and explain it to them, and I think it sticks a lot better to where you don't have that same mistake again.
2: You know, they mentioned that night how film was a big part of their process, and even multiple times a day. They would examine film, and the coaches were real good about showing them, like you said, what they needed to improve on. And another thing I want to mention is that these young guys were not by each other when we were asking the questions. They, you know, we were talking to the young man. We were talking to the others were on the table at the table eating, so they didn't know what we were asking, and they didn't know what the others had said. And but they still said very similar answers. So again, that just is yet another pointer to. The, the change in culture that we're seeing in the North Forney Falcon locker room.
0: You know, we also asked Colby one last question about, you know, with his new body, how does that help you with your game? How does that help you with your movement? And this is what he had to say. It just makes it a lot easier. I
10: can move around a lot better. I, I mean, in the spring game I had a, like a 70-yard touchdown run. I'm just able – it's just a lot easier to move around. I just feel lighter on my feet and more like just agile to move around. If I do take off running, you know then I mean, I'm not sliding or going out of bounds. I'm trying to get as many yards as I can because I know that I have the opportunity. If I break it, then I got. I'm fast enough I can be able to break it and go. So it's a lot. It's a lot more just thinking. I'm not going out of bounds right here. I'm trying to score every time I run.
3: And
0: that has been the half, Forney halftime, 40 Air halftime show. Uh, coming up here in just a minute, we'll get to the second half kickoff. Once again, if you were tuning in to listen to the band, we are sorry that will happen next week when we're in a better spot where we can get the actual band sound so you can hear it. But don't forget to uh, to go visit every, the guys over at Award Music today or any day. That's at 972-524-9995 or you can find them online at awardmusic.com and they will bring you the Pride of Falcon band Pride of Falcon Nation band next week. I promise you. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll get back here in time for the second half kickoff. You're listening to KFY Sports on True Texas Radio.
5: The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete A.C. system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745, or find them online at Heat.com.
4: Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote to learn more call young ideas today at 903-560-9150 we're local and tuned into you restrictions apply for full details call young ideas at 903-560-9150 Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: All right, we're back here at Sam Parker Field in Mount Pleasant, Texas, where the North Forney Falcons lead the Mount Pleasant Tigers 52-13, and we're just about set to get started with the second half where North Forney will receive. Now, you might – tuning in on the very first drive and thought, hey, I thought they had the ball to start out with. Well, they pretty much did because they recovered an onside kick, but that wouldn't be the only onside kick they would recover. They would go on to recover what I believe was, what, two or three more?
2: Yeah, I I agree. I I think so. It was two or three more. And, again, very, very good execution there by uh, Carlos Rodriguez. Just did a great job on executing those onside kicks. And really placed well. You know, we mentioned earlier that a lot of times uh, onside kicks uh, for high school can be really based on chance. But Rodriguez did a great job at really executing. You can tell that he placed those very well. And, again, as we talked about momentum in our halftime break, those onside kicks were huge, huge momentum givers for this Falcon football team.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, as good as the offense was, I think it really, like you said, the momentum was there with those onside kicks and just Mount pleasant couldn't defend it it took them about five onside kicks to finally start bringing their three deep return guys and bringing two of them up to 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 counteract the to balance the numbers out and once they finally did then north forney started kind of kicking pooching it down or squibbing it down and they were did, did a great job of of covering those kicks as well
2: yeah i agree with you but also you know the squib kick that north forney does is also very good so that's something that mountain pleasant has to keep in mind and the way that the falcons kind of handle their kicking formation. You really don't know what they're going to do each time they do it. So, really keeping the, uh, the receiving team on their toes, and that's definitely good for game plan.
0: Yeah, North Forney will be setting set, up, set to receive this one. Uh, they'll be going now from right to left across the field, which will be south to north. And back deep to receive for North Forney is number four, Corey Mayfield. And this has been a you know, Kobe's looked really good, but man, this has just been a, a running game clinic for the Falcons. Whether it's been Calvin Rivera or Corey, uh or Nate Miller, I mean, both those guys have just been great. And like you mentioned earlier in the game too, it's two different styles. You know, Calvin's more than one cut slash hitch in the mouth kind of guy. You know, he's got a little kind of he's got a little just shake to him, but it's he wants to you know get and go. Nate Miller is a lot shiftier. You know, he's got some quicks to him. He's got some, some razzle and dazzle, and it's a, they're a great uh, counterbalance. And we got an onside kick from Mount Pleasant, and this one's still loose. So Mount Pleasant trying some tricks of their own this time. We'll see who comes up with this one. It looked like it might have hit a Mount Pleasant player first, but there are no flags, but it looks like North
2: Forney has come up with it, and they have. That one was recovered by Galen Brown. We do have a Mount Pleasant Tiger slow to get up. That's number five, Jeremiah Roney. Kind of slow. He's kind of carrying himself well now, but it will be Falcon football on their own 44-yard line. So, Kobe Suits and his Falcon squad hustle now on the field. they got two receivers on the far right, one on the near side here on the left. One guy back with them. That's Nate Miller. Screen pass over to number eight. He gets the first down. good 14-yard completion there from Suits to number eight, Jackson Ennels. So that will be a Falcon first down. Ball now on the 42-yard line of Mount Pleasant. First down. Handoff to Nate Miller. Cuts on the left side. He goes in the middle. He's by himself. He breaks one. He's now across the 15. Brought down at the 14. That is number 23. Again, Nate Miller on a huge, huge 25-plus-yard carry there for the Falcons. again very shifty young man. Does a great, great job. Ball now on the 19-yard line of Mount Pleasant. So the Falcons knocking on the door. We do have an injured player on the field. Looks like a cramp for a Mount Pleasant player. So both sides taking knees. Has trainers come out to address the young man. He's up on his feet now again this early in the season, especially with some heat. uh, Cramping is a very, very common issue. Um, Something that can easily be addressed, though. Um, Hope that's what this is. Nothing more serious. Not able to put weight on it. That is number one, Terrence Allen, senior wide receiver for the Tigers. But also plays defensive back, it looks like. First and ten for the Falcons ball on the 15-yard line, 14-yard line of the Tigers. Deep snap out of the shotgun, two suits. He attends the pass to number eight, Jaden Barral. Goes just in and out of his hands. Defense got a little handsy there, but no flag. So that will bring up second down, 10 yards to go on the 14-yard line of Mount Pleasant. Suits in the shotgun. He hands off to number 23, Nate Miller. He's met by a host of Tiger defenders, but he does inch about three on the play. So that will bring up third down and looks like about seven to go. Maybe a short eight, long seven.
0: I appreciate you filling in for me, Jared. I had to I had to go take a break because we didn't get a break. I did bring us back some sandwiches and some some snacks. Handoff off up to Nate, Nate Miller up the middle, but we do have a flag on the play, and it looks like probably holding. There's a couple of Falcon players on top of some Tigers, so I'm going to bet it's going to be holding. It is a touchdown as it stands now for Nate Miller, but we'll see what they call here.
2: Again, you know, we've seen a lot of flags this game. You almost expect that week one. And hopefully we'll see those things cleaned up. It is holding against the offense. It'll be a repeat of third down five-yard penalty there. You know, I wonder, I'm
0: curious to see how long Coach Jackson sticks with, you know, the starters with Colby and, you know, those guys. You know, because typically in the game, once you get up real big and you get later in the game, they, you know, they set the starters, don't want to risk injury, you got the game in the back. But with it being the first game, with it being a new team, new culture, new scheme, new playbook, I wonder if he just wants to get as many live game reps as he can. That's
2: what I'm thinking, Wally. Colby takes
0: a snap, drops back. Looks over the middle. He's got a man. It's
2: Jordan Carroll down the middle of the end zone and it's a touchdown. Falcons. No flags on the play. So clean play there. Good job by the senior receiver, Jordan Carroll.
0: And that was really nice. You know, uh Colby was able to stand in the pocket, had some time, stared down the middle of the field and was able to wait till till Carroll broke open and then put it right on the money. Hit him right in stride as he came across the middle of the end zone. And that was a perfect catch and throw. 58-13, to 13, pinning the extra point now for the Falcons. And now they do have Jordan Carroll in there holding. So, it's about the next best set of hands you can get outside of Kobe. Maybe even better hands. We'll see.
2: They were one guy short. So, he hustles on the field now. That's number nine.
0: That's Jackson Endles hustling in at the last second. Snaps a little high, but it's brought down. And there's another kicker in, too. That's a nice kick from number 30, Jesus is Okay, I'll get this. Hang on, give me Valenzuela. Valenzuela. I was trying to say Venezuel- Venezuela, and that was <laughs> not it. Valenzuela with the extra point, it's up and good. So, with that, the Falcons lead 59-13 with 8.54 remaining in the third quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio.
7: At Musser Chevrolet and Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks they also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell.
4: All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons!
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: And all the kickoff return for the Tigers. It was number 21, Kavian Howard, and he got lit up at about the 36-yard line by Derek Holt. Holt was a big player last year defensively. He was kind of an outside linebacker, safety kind of guy. We haven't really called his name much tonight, but that was, he, he introduced him, himself back to us tonight.
2: I felt a twinge up my back. I, you know, I think they're probably getting ice ready for that one. He was just going to fill that one in the morning. That was a great hit there. So, Josh
0: Thomas in again at quarterback. They've got the
2: empty backfield,
0: and they'll run a receiver from right to left. Met in the backfield, and he's going to be dropped by a couple of Falcons. The first one there was number 22, Galen Brown. And it was finished up by a couple other Falcons. That was the freshman running back, Tylen Hines, on that little jet sweep. And that was a loss of, what is that, seven?
2: You know, and we mentioned it earlier, but I really do think the defense has adapted well. Even halfway through the first quarter, they were getting their bearings. And they're doing those coverages and, and powering through the line very well.
0: Yeah, they, they didn't quite pick up that jet, jet sweep the first couple of series. But, man, ever since then, they have. They've locked it down. Thomas takes the snap. He's going to roll out to his right with the option set up. Coming down hard is the Falcon defense, and it's going to be met for another loss. The first one back there was Corey Mayfield. And who was that number 58? that's McKenzie cleaning everything else up with some Willie Thomas help. So, another loss on the plate. Back-to-back runs for loss for Mount Pleasant, and the Falcons defense had the Tigers
2: backed up to a third in 19. Great discipline there by McKenzie. Number four, Corey Mayfield. And he kinda of, the Tiger kinda of juked him a little bit, but McKenzie stayed focused and was able to come away with that tackle. Great job there. So a third and a long way to
0: go. Falcons show him blitz and they'll bring it. Rolling out to the left is Thomas. He's gonna throw. It's gonna be intercepted near the forty yard line. And who is that? Is that Casey Cornelius? I think it is. Man, that that's and Casey is the guy who got there's a late flag on the play. And it looks like this one's gonna be against Mount Pleasant, but a p- interception for Casey Cornelius and uh, Jaron, that was the guy. That was the kid who last year, at the very last game of the year, tore his ACL. And so to be able to see him out there, to be able to see him out there like that, man, that was that's pretty. That's so that's special to be able to see him doing the play like that, only after, not even a year after hurt himself like he did.
2: That was a young man that Will was telling me about. It was Will was really impressed with him and you know great athleticism there. Read that coverage really well. So that makes it
0: that is a penalty on Mount Pleasant. It was for un, unnecessary roughness. So they're gonna march out fifteen from where that play ended.
2: Looks like a late hit there. It was a
0: late yeah, late hit unnecessary roughness. So they're gonna put bring this one. Oh, let's see how far they mark this one off. All oh, fifteen yards all the way down to the twenty-two yard line. Colby Suits and the offense back out there once again. Looks like Barclay Ford coming out. He's been playing that H back. He's gonna come out and play some slot receiver now. He's one of the receivers to the left side. Looks like Nate Miller, the running back, he's going to get the handoff out the middle, now bounces out to the outside, couldn't quite get there before he's brought down by a Mount Pleasant defender, and that'll be a loss of one on the play, bringing up second down and
2: 11. You had a pretty big mismatch there with Barclay and that middle linebacker there. They didn't exploit it then. I'm curious to see if they do that later. Now he's on the right side. Um, Pretty big mismatch there.
0: Kobe takes the snap. He's going to look that way, throws it to Barclay. He makes a man miss, still on his feet, and then finally brought down inside the 20-yard line, a gain of about six, and that will bring you up a third down and five.
2: Kobe saw that gap in the coverage. He saw it when they lined up, and so he wanted to capitalize on that quickly. Great job there to gain a few yards. So, a big third down coming up here
0: for the Falcons, as big as a third down can get when you're up 59-13. to 13. <laughs> This third quarter going by much quicker than the first two did. Suits looks, throws left, it's caught there inside the 15, still on his feet, still going, spun down at about the 12-yard line. And that was Corey Johnson on the reception, and they're going to mark that. Ooh, that's real close to a first down marker. Let's see if they give it to him. I think there are.
2: Kind of a play action there. He faked the handoff to Nate Miller, then threw it to Johnson.
0: A real quick play action, too. Yeah, they're going to give him the first down. So they're still setting the chains up. First and ten from the 12-yard line. The Falcons threatening to score again. Suits looking to the sideline, getting the call. Now he'll bark it out to his lot. Nate Miller still the running back in the backfield. Suits will look right, throw right on the slant. Jackson Inels, touchdown. That was beautifully
2: done. Great lead there by Colby Suits. He just placed that ball right in the receiver's hands as he was crossing the goal line. Very, very nicely executed play.
0: Wow, you know we've we've only seen a few of them that had that you know that real quick window timing throws that uh that that was, but man, Kobe really executed that one. he fit that right in there, right right in stride. The defender couldn't get to it, and that led Jackson Innels to an
2: easy touchdown. It's almost like time stood still for a minute there as the ball fell in his hands. Just really nicely done.
0: I don't think he could have walked over there and placed it in Jackson Innels' hands any better. The extra point is up and good. So with that, that brings the lead now for the Falcons, 66-13 to over Mount Pleasant with 434 to play. We'll be right back here in just a second. You're listening to Wally and Jaren for KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio.
4: Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
6: Be sure to download our free mobile app. Now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY. True Texas Radio.
0: 66 to 13. That's where we're at here at Sam Parker Field in Mount Pleasant, Texas. Some of the Mount Pleasant fans start to file out a little early. They've got the clock running. Under three and a half minutes, another little pooch kick. It's going to bounce inside the 30, inside the 20. It's going to be picked up by Glinton at the 15-yard line. Trying to make a couple of guys miss. He's not going to be able to get to the 20-yard line. So another well-covered kick by the Falcons. Of course, next week, same time, same thing. It'll be Carrollton Creek View. Will be the opponent. It'll be in Carrollton. Kickoff will be at 7:30. Pre-game right here. KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio at 7 o'clock. Next week, unfortunately, you will get Will instead of me. I know, it's a bummer, but uh, I will be out of town. I will be back the next week for Spruce. I wouldn't miss that for anything. We'll be back home. It'll be the first home game in two weeks, but next week we'll be at Carrollton Creek View. So Mount Pleasant now setting up with their 19-yard line. Thomas still the quarterback, three receivers to the left. He does have a running back in the backfield. He's going to fake to his left side. Now throw it back to the left. Bobbled for a second by Glinton, but then he does corral it in. Gets outside the 20-yard line with a stiff arm, but then gets knocked out of bounds. A gain of about four on the play. Going to bring up second down and six for the Tigers. Clock running inside of three minutes. Falcons defense starters, most of the starters still in there. Thomas under center for a second, but I think he's just giving commands as he backs up into the shotgun. Three receivers to the right are running back to his left. He'll take the snap and hand it off around the right side, cutting back and now going back the other way, but he can't. And he's brought down again, maybe a loss of a yard, maybe two, just a yard it looks like. And that was number 21 to Kevian Howard, who looked like he was for a second going to retreat all the way back around the other side, but there just wasn't anything going. And This this Falcons defense is really, really locked down here the, the the ever after those first two drives. And now... We've got a couple of flags
2: on the play too. I think it's because he took his helmet off before he exited the field. It looked like he was pretty upset, and so the coach met him out there and had some words for him. <laughs> and uh, the official just kind of looked at him and threw the flag. Yeah,
0: those are one of those. Those are kind of hard plays, you know. As a as a kid, especially you know as a teenager, still getting as frustrated as you do, you know, somebody probably pulled your face mask or called you a dirty name, and so you kind of get upset, and your reaction is you know take the helmet off and get out, but. Can't do that. It's
2: a no-no. Especially in the days of concussions and, and the, you know, really watching out for those type of things. It's really something that you don't want to mess with. So, third and about
0: 18, or third and 17 for the Tigers. They're going to fake the handoff. He's going to look and now set a screen on the backside. He's going to be planted. And that is incomplete. That screen wasn't going to go anywhere if it was completed. The intended receiver, Tylen Hines, but,
2: man, did a, the. T.J. Dickinson come on and put a lick on that receiver when he was trying to catch the ball. It so really looks like the pressure by the Falcon defense is really starting to get to the Tigers because the Falcons have not let up at all. They're still coming guns ablazing, and I really think it's starting to rattle the Tigers.
0: Well, and you can see it, you know, because the, the Falcon offense is out on the field so long that, that defense is rested, ready to go. And I think that you can really see that. You know, the other side, it's, oh, want a high snap. And it's going to go over the head of the punter and out of bounds for a safety for North 40. So, they, they're scoring any way just about you can.
2: They have definitely ran the gamut tonight. The only thing we haven't seen is a, a pick six or anything from the defense. But uh, they've scored about every other way you could.
0: So, now that runs it to 68-13. to 13. That's – man, let's go ahead. Let's – while we get a second, let's check some of the other scores around the district. Um. Uh, Let's get to let's see who we got up first. We'll go over to Rockwall, where the Rockwall Yellow Jackets have taken a lead over Highland Park, thirty-one to twenty-eight, and that's with two minutes remaining here in the second in the third quarter. So we've kind of caught up to them. Over in, I believe this is Mesquite. No, this is over in. Oh no, that's the full scoreboard. My bad. Over in Mesquite, it's West Mesquite twenty-seven to seven over Arlington. Le- uh Sagin, and that is with six fifty two remaining in the third quarter. Over in Fort Worth, Fort Worth Odie Wyatt leads next week's opponent, Carrollton Creekview, thirty-five to nothing, and that's in the fourth quarter. They're running away with that one. Uh back in Mesquite, Poteet opened up a thirty nine to twenty one lead over Midlothian as they start the fourth quarter. And over in Wiley, Wiley East trails Rockwall Heath thirty one to ten. And they're just underway in the fourth quarter as well. And, of course, Lucas Lovejoy, another district mate, plays uh,
2: tomorrow. They have a game tomorrow. So two of the, the top teams in our district trailing tonight in week one of the season.
0: It's a high kick. It's a punt. It's called for a fair catch. to punt kick. And it's called for a fair catch by Calvin Rivera at about the 39-yard line. And that is where the Falcons will take back over.
2: So not bad field position. They've worked with uh, more to go so far tonight, and they've done it well. So 56.3 seconds left in the third quarter, as the Falcons lead 68-13 in a game that they've really, especially starting about towards the end of the first quarter, have really handled uh, pretty well.
0: You know, it's, it's just interesting how quick these things can change because you know it wasn't at the end of the first you know the first couple of drives. It, it was back and forth. Like man, this. This isn't looking good for the Falcon defense. You know, I wonder how this is going to play out. And then it just seems like that was that was like last week almost as far away as that was. And
2: you mentioned it. I think a lot of it was reading that jet sweep. You know, we've got a running clock pretty
0: much now under a minute. It's running as they start this possession. Kobe throws out to the outside. Caught for a first down all the way out across the 50-yard line and then finally slung out of bounds near the 45 of Mount Pleasant. And that was Glenn De La Haas, the sophomore receiver, with the reception a nice run after catch.
2: Yeah, great second and third effort there by De La Haas. Really good job to get the first down for the Falcons.
0: You know, it only took one game to eclipse the scoring marks that la- of last year. You know, I think the Spruce game was the highest scoring. I think it was a Spruce game that they scored uh, or maybe it wasn't. Uh, they scored close to 50, and here they are at 68, and that's only the first game of the year as they hand it off to Nate Miller around the right side. He gains a couple before he's tossed to the ground.
2: Suits so was out of the shotguns, so – Miller guided a few yards back behind the line of scrimmage, but made up that ground and was able to gain. It looks like they're going to give him two. So I bring second down and eight to go. And that will bring us to the end of the third quarter as well. So after three quarters of play, it's your
0: North Forney Falcons 68 in the Mount Pleasant Tigers 13. You're listening to Wally and Jerron from Mount Pleasant for KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. If
4: your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons!
0: So we're ready to start the fourth quarter. And it looks like we've got a new quarterback in there. That's Jordan Carroll. That's interesting. I did not know. You know, he kind of he wouldn't give us all the secrets, but looks like he's going to be the backup quarterback. Looks like Colby's night will be done. A handoff to Nate Miller around the left side. A gain of about one. Brings it up third
2: and seven. And we knew Carroll played quarterback. But it is interesting that you put one of your top receivers as your backup quarterback. You
0: know, yeah, you mentioned that he played it before. He's really athletic. He's smart. I think he knows the offense, you know, if not better than Colby, better than anybody else. And it's good to get him some reps too. So Carroll now in the shotgun. He'll take the snap. Turns, hands it off. Cut up the middle. Looks like Nate Miller again still on his feet. Actually, that's not Nate Miller. That is Alariaki. Man, that's a -A 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 tough name to say. At
2: Alariki Branch? Alariki? Alariki. Let's go with Alariki. Alariki Branch. That's our Texas slang on it, at least. Yeah. We'll
0: have to get his name before next week. His parents were probably going to be like, what are they doing? <laughs> That's the easiest name to say.
2: 10:44 <laughs> left in the ballgame. Two receivers to the left and one to the right.
0: Hand off and... Brands is going to be met right as he took the handoff, and he's going to be dropped for a loss that time. Mount Pleasant came up shooting the gaps from the linebacker position and kind of broke through the offensive line for the Falcons. It looks like the, looks like the backup offensive line is in there for the Falcons as well. It looks like actually the backup's all the way around for uh, the second team unit is in for North Forney. So it looks like the starters are done. That means Colby Suits is done. That means Calvin Robert on his special night is done. That means Nate Miller on his awesome night is done. And we'll see what the uh what the defense looks like their next time out as well. Carroll in the shotgun. Takes the snap, hands it off. Around the left side, it's branch. Breaks the tackle, but he's ran out of bounds. Right but a yard past the original line of scrimmage, so that'll bring up third down and nine. Let's see if Coach Jackson wants to unleash the cannon of
2: Jordan Carroll. Branch is a junior, typically plays defensive back, but looks like he is also on the depth chart as the running back. She said, "We'll see what Coach Jackson does here." Yeah,
0: they're, I think they're totally content with running the ball and running for pretty much the rest of the night. But here with it being third down and maybe, you know, he hasn't held anything back. We've we figured that out tonight.
2: Got Let's two see. receivers on the right, one on the left. Carroll
0: takes the snap. Man, he's going to turn and hand it off to Branch. Takes a wide step in the backfield, then breaks through the middle of the field. And that's going to be good for a first down. So, a third and nine, you turn it off, hand the ball off, and you're still going to get a first down. That's how you know your running game is clicking.
2: Very good little draw play there. Designed very well. Kind of shift momentum to the left side of the offense there. And then just a little draw there. Handed it off to Branch on the right side. He you know, got 11 yards on the play, so good job.
0: Brings up first down and 10 now. Ball on the 22, between the 22 and 23-yard line. Two receivers to the left and one to the right. Branch still the running back next to Carroll in the backfield. Jordan takes the snap, hands it off once again. Branch is going to be met just as he crosses the line of scrimmage. He falls ahead for a couple inside the 20-yard line and brings up second down at eight. That hole collapsed
2: a little bit quicker than some of the holes that we were seeing um, with the first-team offense. But, again, you can kind of expect that with the second team. And out,
0: over in, back home in Forney, Citibank Stadium, with 9-12 remaining in the game. This one has really gotten tight. Forney now leads Richardson-Burkner only 17-15. And that's 9-12 remaining in that one. Again, you can text us on the text toy. We've got that up and running. The number is 469-355-0362. As we've got a flag on the play. The whistles will blow this one dead. It's a false start on the offense. But, yeah, if you uh, if you got any questions for our post-game show, which we'll definitely have coming up right as soon as this game is over, and that'll be the Soul Bands Barbecue post-game show. If you got any questions you want to answer on that, maybe look ahead to next week or any thoughts on tonight's game, uh, you can text those to us at 469-355-0362. Carroll takes the snap again, hands it off to Branch. He does a good job of hesitating and avoiding the tackle in the backfield. Breaks around the left side. He's got the corner, He's got the five. He's got a touchdown. Alakari. You know what? Let me get this right. I don't want to mess it up. Alariki Branch with a touchdown. I might not get his name
2: right perfectly, but that guy can play. Flag on the play, actually, so it looks like they're going to call this one back. No,
0: uh-uh. I don't know. I say no. <laughs> I'm not going to allow that. <laughs>
2: they at the line of scrimmage is where we see the flag. It's holding on the offense. And that's
0: a shame because that was a nice run. I mean, he set that in the backfield, just a little hesitation, sidestep, avoided a defender completely, and then just bas- basically
2: outran everybody around the left, left edge. Great run there by Branch, a really disciplined run. And unfortunately, um, you know, it is a hold. Again, you got the second team here, first week of the season for them as well. So, uh, definitely some jitters they're probably working out. <laughs> Ah, you know what? I know what he's doing. He just wants to back it up so he can get a longer <laughs> touchdown.
0: that That's all this is. We are under the seven-minute mark. The Falcons have led for pretty much the entire game. They were tied a couple of times, once at seven apiece and then once at 13 apiece. But since that 13 apiece, it has been 55 unanswered points from the Falcons' offense. Handoff off around the right side. Again, it's Branch. He's wrapped up and taken down after a gain of maybe one.
2: That's going to bring up. That's third in yeah, <laughs> a long way. Yeah, third in a long way. Looks like about almost twenty. Yeah, about twenty yards.
0: Let's see. Uh, you know, after running it on third and nine, I bet they're probably just going to run it here too. There's no reason to throw. You're up real big. Uh, you've got them kind of down in their own end of the field.
2: Yeah, the two far receivers had to even come to the huddle. So a lot of times when you see that, uh, <laughs> you, know you know, it's a run the, play. The ball is going to be handed off.
0: And let's see what, what Branch can do with it this time. Carroll in the shotgun. He'll take it, and he'll hand it off. Branch around the left side. He's going to cut it up around that left side, around the 25-yard line, but he will be ridden down as he gets back to the original line of scrimmage. So that'll bring up fourth down and 10. Let's see if they bring back out the kicking unit because, they, you know, they call the timeout right before the end of the first half to work on that. This will be a good chance to see what kind of leg your kicker has here. And this would set up to be about a 39-yard field goal. But yeah. looks like they're going to keep the offense out there.
2: Hey, like you said, it definitely would be a good uh, training ground there for your kicking team. But also you got your second team offense out there in a unique situation as well. So you definitely want to get them some reps too.
0: Looks like they're going to let this play clock run down, call a timeout. And I, I would I'd be surprised if they didn't run the kicking team out there. Yep, there is a timeout. And so with that, let's take a quick step away. 68-13 to 13 is your score with 5-4 remaining in the fourth quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio.
7: ...is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell.
4: All About Floors is the proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets, kids, No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons!
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio.
0: So, a handoff around the left side with it being 4th and 10. There is flags on the play. Right at the line of scrimmage, are going to have offsides on Mount Pleasant. So, North Morning will get to run this one over again. It'll be 4th and 5 now. Under 5 to play. Man, and then two different halves, too, as far as timing goes. So, that first half took forever. But this second half here is really in. It does help that they had a running clock. Thank the Lord uh, for mercy. Uh, but it's really sped along here, making this a lot a lot more pleasant.
2: Definitely has moved a little quicker than that first quarter did, especially when it was just tick for tack, you know, and on the first four scores of the game. Carroll in the shotgun, fourth and five. He's going to turn and, of course, hand it off to Branch.
0: Branch going to put his shoulder down, but he's going to get dropped before he can get to the first down marker. So it will be a turnover on downs, and only for the second time in tonight's game has North Forney not scored on a possession. The only other one came on the Colby Suits interception, and that I'll take that. If you if you have a game where you only don't you don't score on two possessions,
2: I think I will live with that. And one of them being your second team offense, you know, who really moved the ball pretty well, just uh, kind of got just stopped there at the end. But Branch did a good job, you know, ran very tough. Uh, was able to find some holes. You know, he had that big touchdown run that was called back because of a holding call. So not a bad look there for the second team offense. I will not be sharing any of my fantasy
0: football draft strategy with anybody who decides to text in on the text toy, so hate to burst your bubble on that. So Mount Pleasant will take over. It looks like their second-string quarterback is in as well, and that's senior Micah Grant. He's got three receivers to the left. Looks like they got a tight end in the game this time that's in line. They're going to drop back, throw it over to Glinton. A lot of scrimmage. He's going to break across the 20-25 and before he's finally knocked out of bounds.
2: He's a right-hander, so a little bit different look for the defense. Again, it's probably a lot, a lot of different defensive players, though, with being the second-team defense. That is good for a first down for Mount Pleasant, so now they're going to try to move the ball a little bit. Three and
0: a half minutes to play here in the game, thankfully. 68-13 to 13 is the score as the Falcons really blew this one open late in the first quarter. Grant takes the snap, hands it off. Bouncing around. That's some nifty moving from Tylan Hines, and he's got some room to run. The 30, the 20. Nobody's going to catch him. The 10, the 5 touchdown. For Mount Pleasant. And man, that, that you know, they, they mentioned it to us that they had a freshman running back that got moved up from uh, you know, in the ninth grade last year. <laughs> I can see why they did because that that kid that kid can play. He's, you know, he's real he's got some moves, and you just
2: saw there, he's got some pretty good track speed too, because there ain't nobody caught him. When he crossed the goal line, he even you know, moved his head forward like he was running across a finish line in track. So, very nice top-end speed for the young running back from Mount Pleasant. And don't forget to join us for
0: the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show, and that'll be immediately following the end of this game, which is coming up here in 3 minutes and 12 seconds. It's 68-19 to as the, the Tigers finally scored. It was 55 unanswered points from North Forney before the second team guys were in on both sides. And finally, Mount Pleasant put some more points on the board. The long run, long touchdown run from Tylan Hines. The extra point is up and good for Mount Pleasant, so that brings it to 68-20. to That does sound like a blowout basketball game, really. Uh, let's take one more quick break, and we'll be back here for the end of this fourth quarter with three minutes to play at 68-20. KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio.
4: Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
6: Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio.
0: Three minutes even remaining here in the game. It's been all North Forney. Of course, stick around for the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show as soon as this thing's over. We'll talk about uh, what we saw. From game number one of the Falcons season, and look ahead a little bit to next week's opponent, Carrollton Creekview, and what to expect with that. Of course, if you have any questions you want us to get over, get uh, get to in the post-game show, you can text us on the text toy, and that is the number for that is four six nine three five five zero three six two. We would probably like you to stick to football questions, but I think we'll take whatever. <laughs> Mount Pleasant lining up to kick this one off. Going to bounce at the 25, picked up there by North Warning. and they're just going to take a knee.
2: More like a hip. Yeah, it wasn't more of a hip. <laughs> I did that once when I saw a big guy coming at me. I kind of dropped like that. <laughs> kind of made it fashionable. That was number 20, Corey Johnson, who's handled most of the return duties, shared it with Corey Mayfield tonight. So the ball will be on the 25-yard line for the Falcons, a the 25-yard line of their own. So that's where the Falcons will take over here with two 24 left. Looks like they're probably not going to get in a really hurry. Not a real real sense of urgency there by the Falcons. So, they come up. Looks like the second-team offense will still be on the field. I would expect a lot more running. I don't expect any passes, especially with Carroll at quarterback. He hands off to Branch. He gets over on the right side. He's able to squeeze about four yards. Flag on the play. Looks it looks like right, at
0: the, right on the line of the scrimmage. So I'd imagine probably.
2: Well, no, there. It looks like it's gonna be holding. It came a little late. Oh, okay. So looks like holding against the offense, and that's what it is. So that one will come back. Five yards. It looks like.
0: You know, you could just kind of tell watching Branch. You know, the 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 uh, the junior running back that he doesn't have a lot of experience running back. I mean, he's listed as a defensive back. You know, you, you tell he's still kind of raw, still kind of learning the, the position. And, you know, that's watching Calvin Rivera and, and Nate Miller. Those guys know that position. You can see the, the nuances that they have, just the, the subtleties, the little hesitations. And I think that's some, something that Branch could get to with some time.
2: You know, when you look at field vision for a running back versus field vision for a defensive back, it's kind of two different things there. minute 15 left here in the fourth quarter. You repeat a first down, about 17 to go. Ball is snapped, handed off to Branch again. He gets on the right side. He's able to escape one tackle. He crosses the 20, gets to the 24. So a gain of about five. Yeah, and you could tell that I think he lacks – I think
0: when he kind of gets in trouble, he just wants to try to run faster. Instead of, you know, maybe taking a little hesitation step, you know, maybe a little stutter and juke. You know, it, it looked like he just – once he kind of ran to the edge, like, hey, I got to go as fast as I can here.
2: And I think that's one of the really things I admire about Nate Miller. You know, he kind of knows when to crank it up and when to kind of hesitate, the kind of the stutter step thing. 33 seconds left. Looks like they'll get one more playoff as Carroll comes off the field. It's interesting. Colby comes back on. Rivera comes
0: back on. Maybe they're just trying something – Oh, they're going to let him come on and do the uh, victory
2: formation. That's what it is. So, Kobe takes a kneel, and he and the first-team offense is hustling off to the side to the sideline. So, ten seconds left. They're going to let the line down. It looks like the Falcons of north Forney, they come away with this one, 68-20 over the Tigers of Mount Pleasant. All right. So, let's go ahead and get to that uh, post-game show. We'll take a quick break, and we'll get back
0: to the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show, the final the North Forney Falcons 68, the Mount Pleasant Tigers 20. You're listening to KFNY Sports and True Texas Radio. If your roof
4: is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons!
6: You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons Football KFNY True Texas Radio.
0: Welcome to the Soul Man's Barbecue Post Game Show. It was uh it was quick work. The Falcons made of the Tigers. You know, I was trying to tell you that last year. You know, they they. Handled Mount Pleasant without really any trouble, but uh, but this is a different level of handling Mount Pleasant without any trouble. You know they kind of bet, they kind of went back and forth the first four possessions each team scored. They were tied at thirteen apiece, and then North Forney rattled off fifty five straight points to end the game or before Mount Pleasant their second team got scored at the very end of the game. Fifty five unanswered points, and man, what an onslaught that offense that offensive side of the ball put on and counteracted by the defense who put the clamps on and and made that game
2: an afterthought. I really think we were both kind of taken back at first when we saw really just tick for tag there for the first four scores of the game. You know, Mount Pleasant came out firing hard, and I think it did catch the Falcon defense a little off guard. But once they were able to tone in on that jet sweep especially, because everything for Mount Pleasant for the most part was happening on the line of scrimmage. There's that one kind of fade on the left side that they scored with. But everything else was happening on the line of scrimmage. So once the Falcons figured that out and kind of got used to the coverages they were going to need to apply, the defense handled it from then on out.
0: Well, Yeah, like you mentioned, the first couple of possessions for Mount Pleasant kind of take it up, take, took us off guard, too, that they had an empty backfield. That means they were running five wide receivers, no running backs, just the quarterback in the backfield and the shotgun. But what they were doing is bringing one of those receivers in motion across the, you know, across the, the uh, formation, and they would either – hand him the ball, and they'd kind of do that jet sweep, or they would fake that to him, and they'd kind of throw something or go backside, or the quarterback would take off. And I think it really – I think it threw him to a 40-all. I don't think they were expecting an empty backfield set to start the game. And so they kind of – the first two possessions uh, defensively, the Falcons kind of struggled to pick that up. But, you know, I put this on the coaching staff and on the players. They were able to adjust – Come up with what they needed to do, and once they did it, it, was church. I mean, it was it was game over at that point.
2: And really, and we mentioned this throughout the broadcast. The intensity of the Falcon defense was just, just really above bar the whole time. Everything was one hundred and fifty percent. You could tell it. And once they kind of understood what they were going to need to do to to kind of contain that from from the Mount Pleasant offense, they went at it full force. Really good job. I think really by, by the the linebackers and middle linebackers I thought they did a very good job on applying pressure when they needed to and really putting the quarterback for Mount Pleasant in some dur stress really most of the game well that's the you know I, I like
0: we you know we can I don't want to harp on it too much but North Forney kind of let the, it, the Mount Pleasant offense come to them you know the first couple possessions I think once they made the adjustment stuff they took it to Mount Pleasant and that that's when it really changed because Mount Pleasant couldn't get anything going uh, they had a nice little freshman running back, Tylen Hines. That man, he's going to be something. He's a little squirt, a little bit of a squirt gun at five seven one fifty five, but he's got some moves and he can flat out run, as we saw in that last possession they had right before the end of the game. Uh, what did you think of, you know, the skill position players? You know, Colby Jordan, you know, Barclay, a lot of those guys. What did you think of
2: their performance tonight? Well, I really think you know, Coach Jackson told us Monday it was a balanced offense, but I really think they leaned a little bit more heavily on the running game tonight. Um, few different reasons maybe to keep the clock going, you know, whatever. I don't think we got to see a whole lot of opportunities from Colby. He did great with what he did, uh, especially that, that end zone pass, you know, in the four, uh, third quarter, I believe. He just placed that beautifully. But it seems like they really leaned more heavily uh, running-wise. And so we saw some great, great things from Calvin Rivera and Nate Miller. Tonight. I was just super impressed by both those young men. And it's, it's one of those things we talked about this too – you kind of have to prepare for them differently. And so if I'm a coach, a defensive coach, looking at these guys, I'm like, man, what do I do? You Because know, if I put too much pressure on those guys, then you've got an All-American quarterback with a host of big-time receivers that could kill me in the back. So I really think this North Forney Falcon offense is going to really make some defensive coaches scratch their heads this season.
0: You know, and Coach Jackson told us the other night when we talked to him at Spirit Night, Falcon Spirit Night that we have at Soulman's Barbecue every Monday. Maybe not this Monday, but every Monday after that for sure. Uh, you know, one of the things he told us is that, you know, we want to be a, kind of a pass-first team. You know, we're going to throw the ball a lot because we have those skill position players. He said, but we're, we're still going to run the ball. And I think what he was trying to tell us, you know, kind of in a nutshell was, if the game presents itself like it did tonight, where running it is going to what's going to move the ball, then expect them to run the ball a lot and not,
2: not have to put too much on Colby. And the thing is, they don't have to worry when they do that because they've got two very quality running backs. The thing is, if one maybe is having an off night, you've got another one that can come through and do a very good job. So, again, I was really impressed by both those guys. But I also was very impressed with Kobe out. He was kind of the general out there. You know, we talk about – kind of remind me – it was a Peyton Manning-esque type performance as far as how he managed the clock and managed the drives, and they were able to switch things up. So very impressive leadership there by Suits.
0: All right, well, let's take one more quick break, and we'll come back here for the uh, the rest of the Soul Man's Barbecue Post Game Show. We'll look ahead to next week uh, where we will face off against Carrollton Creekview. Uh, that'll be right, right here just after this on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio.
3: 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com.
4: Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
3: Rich juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue's been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef. Hey y'all, this is
4: Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish officerized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150.
6: You are listening to the it's home of North Forney
5: Worth. If your air conditioning unit is struggling gone. to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at at Heat.com.
4: Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You
6: are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football.
0: Once again, we're here with the Soul Man's Barbecue post game show live from Sam Parker Field, in Mount Pleasant, Texas. As we wrap this one up, the final score, sixty-eight to twenty, the North Forty Falcons just demolished the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Uh, as we look ahead towards to next week, we will be in Carrollton. Like I said, I will not be with you. Unfortunately, you will have to deal with Will again. But Jerry will still be here. You'll get you'll get Will and Jaron. They'll be live from Carrollton next week, pregame at 7 o'clock, kickoff at 7.30. Uh, we will be having our Falcon Spirit Night live from Soul Man's Barbecue in Forney. That's 590 Pinson Road in Forney, Texas. We will be there on Tuesday night this week, which is usually a Monday night, but because of Labor Day and all that, then it goes with that. We will be doing it on Tuesday night. So come up there and see us, get some great barbecue, uh, get the Soul Bowl, come hang out with uh, with Jaron and me or Jaron and I, however you want to say that, I will be looking forward to getting to see you. Then I will join you back in two weeks from tonight, back home for our first game, first home game, against the Spruce Timberwolves.
2: Uh, Jaron, you got anything else for tonight? I do want to mention that that game next week is actually, according to the schedule, at 7 p.m. Oh. So, is, it well, a, is it a Friday or Thursday game? It is a Thursday game. Oh, okay. Well, let's get that corrected then. That is my bet. So it's next Thursday, September 7th, at 7 p.m. there in Carrollton. But we're bringing it live to you here. Don't you we'll take still be radio? here. Yeah. And that
0: means the pregame will start at 6.30, kick off at 7 o'clock on next Thursday from Carrollton Creek View. Now do you have anything else?
2: I think that's it, man. Had a great time. Uh, you know, a few little kinks that we've had to work out throughout the broadcast, but I think we're getting a handle on it.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, everybody, just, just hang in there with us. We'll get it. We'll be perfect. Oh, yeah. Or close to. Probably in two soon. weeks. I would well, you can't we're promise right. you we'll look as good as the North 40 Falcon offense did tonight, but we'll try. We'll try our best. Well, that's it for the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. Once again, the final score here from Mount Pleasant, your North Forney Falcons 68, and the Mount Pleasant Tigers 20. Thanks for tuning in and listening to Jared and I. We will catch you next week, Thursday night, from Carrollton Creekview, and we'll see you Tuesday night at the Soul Man's Barbecue Falcons Spirit Night. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.
6: The home of North 40 Falcons football, KFNY.
0: I'll say here, I'll say, I'm Wally. You say, I'm Jaren. I'll say, come uh, tune in next week as we take on Carrollton Creek View kickoff, blah, blah, blah. So I'll just say, I'm Wally. You say, Jaren, and I'll take the rest of it.
2: Okay, yeah. And mention that's Thursday night.
0: Thursday.
2: Yeah. Thursday. All right, I'm Wally. And this is Jaren. Tune in
0: next week, Thursday night, for Carrollton Creek View versus the. F- oh, let's don't do that. I almost said 40 <laughs> Jack <right>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That been bad. All right, let's try it again. We can do it live. I can do it live on an app, But As soon as I try to do it recorded. It I
2: know. Be. I know, man. All right.
0: I'm Wally. And this is Jaren. Catch us next week as we take on the Carrollton Creekview Mustangs. Live from Carrollton. Kickoff. Seven. Thir- okay. <laughs> I don't I can't. I can do live on that long. Okay. I'm Wally. And this is Jaren. Tune in next week and catch us as we take on the Carrollton Creekview Mustangs. Seven o'clock pregame. It's not a seven o'clock pregame. <laughs> it's not. Okay, I'm gonna get one more shot. If I can't do it, you're gonna get it. Okay, here we go. Lots off. That means we gotta do this. <laughs> we gotta hurry. All right. I'm Wally. And this is Jaren. Tune in with us next week as the North Forney Falcons take on the Carrollton Creekview Mustangs. That's a Thursday night, seven o'clock kickoff with the six thirty pregame show right here on True Texas Radio KFNY Sports.